Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to This Is Your Fantasy Podcast. This is your host, Billy F. Gates. I'm here with all my guys. We got RPM37, Mr. Ryan Mulvaney. We also got The Truth, Mr. Paul Venegas over here with all his Raider gear. And then we got the man himself, Mr. Paul Sr. How is everybody doing tonight? I'll start Pretty with you. Pretty good. I'll get it. I'll get it kicked off. I'm happy. I'm happy the week's almost over, man. I've been sweating my lineups for the last like six days, so I'm ready for it to be over. <laughs> oh, I bet. I bet, man. Uh, what about you, uh, senior? Doing good. Doing good. This time I don't have to work tomorrow, so I can stay up a little bit later. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. What about you, Paul? Oh, man. It was, it's been amazing. I know I wasn't here last Tuesday, so... I just want to say, uh, hey Ryan, thank you for the Christmas present this uh, last week, man. I, w- I didn't, I wasn't able to thank you, you know, on Tuesday, but I really appreciate it, man. That's everything I wanted for Christmas, knocking Jose out of the playoffs. Oh man, I just ever since then it's been it's been a great week, man. You're welcome, man. I'm happy I could get it for you. <laughs> for all of us. All of us. It wasn't just me, Ryan. You for the whole week, man. You did it for everybody, man. <laughs> it's so funny. Everybody was in the chat, man. <laughs> <laughs> that Jose made enemies with everybody. It would have been nice if he would have lost by one point. <laughs> nah, that that'd have been too close for me. I would have been sweat. I wouldn't even playing, and I was sweating. You know, <laughs> so, that's how I'm over here looking at Ryan's roster and thinking about making a call. Like, hey, Ryan, we sure are we sure about that? <laughs> oh, the Hodgins pick. Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't think we should do this. You know, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, that was a great pickup, man. That was one of those ones where you're just like, dude. We're, <laughs> Ryan just does it, and I wonder if he's taking that same mindset into this week, especially you know, championship game. So I mean, we'll we'll get there. Um, we do have a a special guest coming on tonight as well. So um, when he jumps on, that's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, but yeah. Thursday night football. Cowboys versus the Titans. This game was um pretty wild. The Cowboys won 27 to 13. Um but I guess for me was this a good was this this was this Cowboys win and um and actually was it like a good win for the Cowboys? Or was everybody seeing what I was seeing and the Cowboys were struggling a lot, especially against a lot of the second string for the Titans? Uh, I'm going to start with uh, Paul Jr. I mean, let's let's go back to what we've always talked about. It's still December football for for the Cowboys, and we know how they perform in December. I don't um, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you know, Prescott – Still looks mediocre. I mean, he's been looking. He's looked like that, you know, all season. He's never really looked like a dominant quarterback. So you know, you you really can't tell, you know, or say like, hey, is this? Do we do we worry about that? That's always been there. So you know, I mean, it's the Cowboys. They're, they haven't been dominant. They've been getting through. Um, it's just you know, there, there's just some, weird, and also there's some weird facts into this game. Like uh, I know Zeke, uh, he's had nine straight games with a touchdown, which is kind of crazy. Um, but those are all like one, like from the one yard line. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't take too much out of it talking about how the, how the Cowboys is it better or worse for them. I just still see them as, 
a mediocre team going to the playoffs. They're not going to be a high. They're not a high power team for me. Okay, uh, senior. Were you, you able well, to catch actually, the game? I didn't catch the game at all, so I can't give you any feedback on that. Oh yeah, no worries, no worries. Ryan, were you able to catch the game? Yeah, I watched it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. I'll, I mean, I'll follow along with Junior. Um, I thought Dallas came out kind of flat. Like they and Tennessee was in the game. Actually, I thought it was a pretty entertaining game for most of it. Um, Tennessee, you know, being in it. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I second you. Dak has has looked really bad. He's had a lot of turnover problems the last like five six weeks, um, and that's it's not looking good going in the playoffs, man. I, uh, you know, they'll probably be an early exit. Would be my guess. Again, they're gonna run into somebody. You know, whether it's like the Niners at some point, or I'm not sure who they're looking at in the first round. But yeah, it, it didn't look good. Um, I do. I'll, I will note one thing though. Um, Malik Davis, who took over for Tony Pollard, I thought he looked pretty good. Um, I don't know if you guys watched him much. He only had 7.2 fantasy points, but a couple of runs, a couple of catches he had uh, looked pretty explosive. And it kind of makes you wonder, with Tony Pollard being on a contract year, if they do bring him back or not. Um, if they don't, I think Malik Davis is going to be a guy that we look at next season. Yeah, no, I liked what I, I was seeing out of Malik uh, a lot more than I was seeing out of Zeke. Um he was. I felt like he was getting the better of the runs. Um, I mean, Zeke is still Zeke. Yeah, he got nine straight. Obviously, you know, you get to the goal line, you're just gonna feed him, big back. Um, I just feel like I don't know. Zeke has just really like within these last couple of years, man. He's just really slowed down. Just say worn down, man. Yeah, that that too. Right. I mean, he's he's a worn down running back. That's that's the fact of the matter. Is like all like I think we talked we touched on it. Uh. A couple weeks ago, he's he's got so many carries already under his belt, and you only can take so much from a running back perspective in this league. And you know, after so many poundings, carrying the ball thirty plus times, and what's what's he like fifth or sixth year already? Yeah, I mean, come yeah, on. yeah, it, he's and and it's always been him. He's been three hundred plus carries too. So you know, he's he's been carrying the rock a lot, man. That is true. I'm gonna find a, a post that I saved for you guys from last week. Um, I found this, I found this post on Twitter of a guy that, oh, here it is. So, um, they're doing some analysis on running backs and there's this like magical, when the magical number, when they get to around the 800 touch mark for their career, that's when their production starts to really start to fall off and decline. So this graph is showing, uh, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara and Leonard Fournette. So, Zeke wasn't on this list, but I know Zeke has got to be close to that 800 mark. If not, he's already passed it already. Um, but looking at Cook, Kamara, and Fournette, all three of them, man, they get to that 800, 800 touch mark in their career, and then it's just all downhill from there. So, yeah, I mean, you guys pretty much hit it. I just thought it was interesting. It's something to look at. Um, that you know, We've been looking at it with Derrick Henry for a while, but – it still seems to be producing. So, well, I know that I know that you were saying that uh, Pollard is in a, a contract here. Well, I mean, if Zeke is pretty much at the end of his days as a running back, um, do you think that they just give up Zeke and then just keep uh, Pollard and and Davis? I mean, I think that little tandem right there would look pretty decent. Yeah, I know Zeke is. So he's not in the last year of his contract, but this is this next season is going to be the first season where the dead cap is like five million or less. 
they're not going to have a very big dead cap for him. So it wouldn't shock me if Zeke is gone off the Cowboys next year. Okay. All right. What about you, Paul? You think that would be something that would be better for the Cowboys? It's always good to have. It's always good to have fresh legs, man. You have fresh legs. That running back is always a positive. I mean, the way look at the way Pollard's look, man. He's he's our like what is he a fan? He's a top fantasy <laughs> running back going into next year already, man. Yeah. I mean, you got to look at it like that. I mean, everybody's drafting Pollard over Zeke. Am I am I wrong? Nah, no. Nah, he was uh, he was higher on my list this year than yeah, yeah, Zeke was. So, yeah. So and you're getting the receptions out of him too. So you're getting the extra half point or full point. So. I mean, yeah. I mean, you got to keep the fresh legs. Tony Pollard has been there for a couple of years, also, but well, he wasn't touching the ball at all in the first couple of years. So you know, hey, you got to do what you got to do. You got to pay Pollard his money, man. To figure a way if you got to take the hit against uh, Zeke. I mean, you just you. Everybody sees it. The production's not there, man. Gotcha. And senior, do you have a take on this? Where I see with the running with running backs, I think there's a like a five year lifespan to get their production after five years, it's a decline. And, and at that point, um, like I said, running backs are replaceable in this league at this time, you know, before that was really hot in the draft, try to get that number one number, that, that number one running back. You could get somebody in the th- second, third, fourth round with fresh legs and build your team around that too. So like I said, running backs are replaceable in the lead at this time. Um, but I, I believe it's like a five-year lifespan on, on running back before the decline starts showing. Yeah. I'm, I mean, look at Josh Jacobs. I mean, Josh Jacobs is in his fifth year. But if you look, he wasn't – he hasn't been healthy his, his whole career. So, I mean, this is like his first kind of, you know, take on it. And he's actually, you know, played almost all 17 games, 18 games. So, I mean, he's not at that touch mark. I know he's, I know he's well below the touch mark for sure because he's missed a lot of games. Just the fresh legs, like we always talk about. Yeah, no, sorry about that. Sorry about that. I had to send a text so we can get another guest up on here. Um, but I guess as for last night, the fantasy standouts, I mean, I don't know if you call this a standout or not on Dak Prescott's um, part, but, you know, he threw for 282 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions, and he rushed for 11 yards and had a fumble. Um, he ended up with 14.38 fantasy points. Um, so, yeah, again, I don't know if that's a standout or not, but I guess when you don't have anything else going for you. Hold on. Let me let me bring this guy up here. All right, all right. We got... Uh, hey, Ryan, you don't... Hey, Ryan, don't smile when your opponent uh, walks in the door, man. We, <clears throat> I got your back on this one, man. We got we got gold blooded. We got the other guy, Mr. Uh, Chris, in the building. How you doing, sir? Thanks for uh, jumping on the pod tonight. Yeah, no problem, man. I like that jersey. Oh yeah, thank you, thank you. On in the background, you watching it, right? Oh, I know. I got the. We're doing the pod, so can't yeah, really we watch can, it. Nah, we know Ryan's watching. His eyes keeps going over there to the right. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, right now we're uh we were just talking about the Cowboys pretty much and the last night the Thursday night football game. Were you able to catch that? Nah. Nah. Nah, nah. Whenever it comes to Cowboys <laughs> 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 my, my, 
why am I wasting my time on a Cowboys, bro? No, I love it. I love it. Especially love in the month it. of December. That's a real 49er fan. Yeah, you know he's a Niner fan. You no, know, unless they play in the Niners, then, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, no, no, I love it. No, and actually, we were just going through the standouts. Um, I guess the two biggest standouts of the game were Dalton Schultz with 21 fantasy points and CeeDee Lamb with 15. Other than that, it was pretty much a dud yeah. for um, fantasy performance, I guess. Um, but, yeah, uh, d- does, anybody ha- um, does anybody else have anything else to say about last night's game or any of the two teams, the Titans? No, sir, man. I want to get right into this matchup, yeah, though, George, I know. if we can. Uh, we're, we're, I, I really love to talk about this. We're actually, we're actually right there, man. Um, which is the fantasy championship showdown. Um, so yeah, now this is what we're gonna do tonight, man. We're gonna actually just bring up. Uh, where is it at? Here we go. Let me let me set let me set this up right, cause I'm about to uh, bring in Chris up here, and I want. I want Ryan and Chris to go head to head tonight. I want I want them to quote unquote look at each other. So one second here while I bring up uh, the other clab cam. Here we go. There we go. Now let me take my ugly mug out of here. <laughs> All right, all right. You guys can still hear me, right? Yeah, I can still hear you. Okay. So. Yeah, hit him with the bait and switch, man. Yeah, man. So, now that we're here, how do you feel about uh, your chances at winning um, the championship this week? I'm going to start with you, Chris. Um, it all depends on the Niner game, man. If CMC goes off, because CMC and Kittle, they've been hot. So if they get multiple touchdowns, which they can, because the Raiders are garbage, uh, <laughs> then uh, I don't know, man. It, 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 all, it all depends on that for me. Um, we both have good matchups, so that's why I wanted to use my computer so I could actually look at his matchups um, and see, you know what I mean, like his his better ones. But um, I mean, I, I I feel good about it. You know what I mean. Um, my team's getting hot at the right time, but uh, with with fantasy, man, you never know, dude. That's the thing; it's a it's always a coin flip, you know. Yeah, no, I hear you. Uh, I got his team right here, man. If you, uh, I'll tell you. So he actually, so right now, what he's showing is Cousins, um, Etn, McCaffrey, Metcalf, Dotson, Kittle, Walker, Philly's defense, and then uh, Tyler Bass. Okay, yeah, I know ETN's going to eat, too, because it's against Houston. So, I'm starting Trevor. Well, I'm going back and forth between Trevor and Brock. But, um, you know, the everybody's all over the Texans this year. So, ETN can have a crazy game as well, um, which is what I'm, I'm just hoping. All right, if, they, if he helps the Jags get into the red zone, all right, maybe uh, Trevor can throw a few. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of hand it off to Etienne. Um, Because I know they're going to run all over that team. I mean, they're one of the worst run defenses in the league. So, Um, which is is weird because they're just surprisingly really good against the pass. Or, I don't know, it's just you see the ranking. It's like a third or it's like a 
it's like a high ranking of uh, quarterbacks not scoring a lot of points against um, the uh, the Texans. Yeah, um, that, that, that I'm definitely uh, concerned about that. And then uh, Johan, like I had him uh, earlier this season, and I dropped him, and now he's starting me against me. <laughs> I'm like, man, if he goes off, I swear. Because uh, I picked him up and he had a few bad games, so I was just like, all right, you know, I just kind of shifted off to him. He also got injured but, as well, right? Right, but now so. it's like he's uh, and um, you know, of course, you know, Ryan's got his crystal ball, so uh, automatically the what was it? Round one, you had a someone dude you plugged in in your flex, and um, it was a Giants Giants receiver. And I, he scored two touchdowns, and I'm like, "Where did this come from?" The dude's like five percent owned, you know. Are oh, you talking about Hodgins? Was it Hodgins? Yeah, that was last yeah. week against Jose. Yeah, that was last week against Jose. He, I, uh, Hodgins, he picked him up off of waivers, yeah. and oh, that's and that's what Ryan is like. You know, I give him all the credit for that because he is all over the wire. I mean. It means like year in and year out, he's consistent. Where he like completely uh, picks up the the no name guys that win championships. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. And you guys are too nice. <laughs> Ryan, uh, same question. How do you feel about your chances at winning it all? Yeah, um, dude, this thing. I, I mean, I said it at the beginning of the week. This this matchup is to me is a it's a fifty fifty split. Like, I have some good matchups. I look at Chris's team, and, like, the last – one of the last guys I want to see in the in the championships is Amon Ross St. Brown. <laughs> like, that I'm, – I'm super afraid of that matchup. Um, no, I mean, it, you know, just the same things. Like, it could go either way, and he was right. It's – a lot's going to hinge on that Niner game. Um, and um, ETN is another guy I was a little bit worried about, um, just hoping that they – you know, they go out, they take it to the Texans to get, get the win and hopefully not shut any players down in the second half or anything like that. But uh, that's another concern. But, no, it's going to be a good one, man. It's, you know, we we faced off in the championship back in 2020, and that was another really even matchup going into it. Um, I specifically remember that roster, Chris having, like, just three really badass receivers. And yeah. me. Hey, that was DK Metcalf's. I had him in. And yeah. uh, like his big season, that was like the one that really like everybody like <clears throat> realized that he was a, a talent in the NFL. You know, that was yeah, that that was the year um, Stephon Diggs lit me up on Monday night or Sunday yeah. night. I think I got him in yeah. like round. That's right. And then he was like, yeah, it, it was a it was a good one. I had Derrick Henry. He gave me a dud that year, but I mean, I'm feeling I'm feeling okay. It's it's a toss up. You know, I'm like I was saying earlier, like I would much rather have cmc instead of derrick henry so thank goodness for that oh. um but yeah just... <laughs> thank yeah. you thank you junior <laughs> I, I was i was just about to say that oh, paul. <laughs> paul i know that you had a, a question are you there can you can you guys hear paul yeah i can hear paul uh, i can't hear paul though so one second um it's great you know great but third title you know i know i know uh you know i want to know going into the draft how do you keep all the same players 
with limited trading uh trading man i mean you got a lot of just of the same players you drafted how do you right. go all season how do you go all season with that man i just honestly i just had faith in, in everybody like i i knew i had a solid team i had a couple duds you know what i mean i had javante get hurt and then russell wilson just did his thing yeah, I wrote you off. I think I wrote you off after Russell went, uh, was a bust. Yeah. I, yeah, I talked to you when you came to the house. And I was like, man, yeah, I, I thought you were done after that. And then yeah. here you are Here you are in the championship. Right. I mean, if you look at how I started, it was it was terrible. Like, I, I was like, man, this team. I was, I was trying to trade. Um, but in the, in, I was just thinking to myself, like, dude, all I need is QB. Like, I need a QB and... You know, all my other guy, all the other other people I have are just like, if they stay healthy, you know, they're automatic starts. Like they're guys where it's like, T. Higgins, you know, he's offense where he can get two or three touchdowns in a game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. I, I went after those guys in the draft because I knew they were going to be on good offenses. Um, they had good roles, um, and they had a lot of promise. You know, a lot of talent. Um. And then, yeah, I mean, I just avoided a lot of landmines, you know. Yeah. That's, that's what it was, too. You know, I mean, I had, like I said, I had Javante get hurt. Um, and then, I mean, Mark Andrews, I've kind of weathered the storm. I, I don't even know if – I think I'm just going to bench him right now because – Oh. Dude, I mean I – don't, I don't think – I mean, he's a guy you can't bench, really, because he just – so, you know, at the tight end position, there's not that much out there for you to be like, okay, I'm going to start him over Mark Andrews, right? Well – production his last month like dude he's not i mean it's it's like two three ten nine like um cole commit like he is uh you know got a good matchup and i i don't know that could either make or break my my championship if i um if i start him i'm like shuffling him in back and forth so you're, still, so you're still shuffling a lot right now yeah well that's okay. i know that's crazy that's actually crazy to see that mark andrews is on the bench especially in a championship game i asked hey, I, hey read me off the, his last like ever since lamar got hurt because lamar's not playing this week yep no so just read me like what he's been doing <laughs> all right so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you can hear it uh, in his laugh <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, so I, I I'll just say this: Week six was uh, his last time scoring above fifteen points. Above, above week six. Week six, the last time actually right. scoring double digits was the last time. Yeah, week six, and that was against the Giants. And since week six, it's been I know he got injured, uh, didn't play a couple games, and then it's been nine, nine, seven, two, four, and six. Yeah. Nine nine seven two four six two four six. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I was looking at those like like a couple weeks ago. Like I like two the two. I'm like that killed me. I'm like, dude, you you're Mark Andrews, but I don't know. It's kind of like the Allen Robinson. I drafted Allen Robinson this year, and I was thinking that he oh he's gonna be on a good offense. And mm-hmm. he, um, what's his name went down. Um, Stafford. No, oh, um, oh, Ryan, Cup, Ryan's Cooper guy, Cup. yeah, Cooper Cup. Oh, yeah. Cooper Cup went down, he's wide receiver one, and Stafford still wasn't throwing the ball. So it's just like some receivers and some tight ends have better rapport with, with other quarterbacks, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, 
that's why I think Kittle is going off now because well one and, and it's Debo. Debo like Kittle's getting more targets without. But I think with Brock Purdy, he likes to throw to Kittle more. Like Kittle, like his bigger seasons have been with backup quarterbacks, Nick Mullins, C.J. Beathard, um, and now Brock Purdy. So it's just like it just seems like Garoppolo must just not want to like target him a lot. So um, that's why I'm really like on the ropes about Mark Andrews because one Pittsburgh, like if you look at the defense, it's not a good matchup. Like Pittsburgh gives up the ninth least you know, fantasy points to uh, opposing tight ends. So one is a bad matchup. Cole Komet, he's playing against Detroit, which is a better matchup. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I might just, I might just go with the better matchup, especially with the production of Mark Andrews, which is insane because I drafted him like, like real early fifth round or fourth round or something like that, you know, but it's what have you done for me lately? You know what I mean? (laughs) So you haven't done much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I, my luck is I bench him, and he gets two touchdowns, and I'm, like, killing myself. Yeah. You know, and Ryan's holding the belt, so. Well, I, I asked I asked that question because this, because the way I asked you that question, keeping the same players in limited trading, now I go to Ryan, who trades all, he trades all these big-name guys. And but, you know, and he doesn't keep all this. And he doesn't. I think I don't even think he has one player from his draft. So yeah. we got one guy. Oh, he's okay. Okay, sorry, he's got one. So right. we have one guy who has his core draft team <laughs> to a guy who only has one guy left from his draft. So how do you explain that, Ryan? I mean, that's just my style, man. I, I over. <laughs> I, I manage the hell out of my teams. Like, <laughs> no, that's just that's just how I've always been, but. I don't, you know, like I'm going to give Chris some props because it's for somebody like me, it's hard to pick and stick on my players. It really is. The the one league that I, the one league I did that in this year, which was in Paul's second league, I didn't trade. I didn't, actually don't, didn't have any trades in that league. And, um, you know, I just try to ride the waiver wire and stuff. And, and I, I ended up missing the playoffs, not because of like lack of making deals, but just I wasn't as active managing my team as I normally am, where like in, like in fantasy family and in SFL, I manage the shit out of my rosters. Like I'm, I'm constantly picking guys up, dropping pulls, like trick making trades and making the, and, and making the, the most like unpopular trades imaginable for people, um, yeah. you know, just for them to work out later on. But yeah. <laughs> I think, um, my fear is losing trades. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, I actually helped Ant win his championship because I traded away DK Metcalf last year. And <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, don't feel too bad. I helped him too, man. I traded him Mark Andrews in week two. <laughs> oh, see? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's part of that too, you know. But my first belt, you know, was I traded for Le'Veon Bell and he won me the league. So, you know what hey, I mean? This league's been around that long? Jeez. Huh? <laughs> this league's been around that long, huh? Yeah, I mean, it was 2016. I think it was my first year. Something. Nice. Yeah. But um, I traded him. Yeah, I got him from Trey. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so I just knew I had, like, Ryan even said it. Like, because we'll, we'll, you know, text on the side and, and he'll be like, dude, you got a really good core core group of guys. You know, and that's how I felt all year. So I didn't feel like I needed to take off of them. Um, plus, I don't know, man. 
some guys, dude, they always want to win the trades, bro. Like, you know, oh, I was, yeah. um, who doesn't? Uh, Goff this year, uh, from from uh, the Lions. Who had Goff? No, um, was it Trey? Yeah, but it's like, dude, he wanted like like Amarante Brown for Goff. And it's like, come on, dude. Like, seriously? Like, there's too many guys in this league that always just want to win the trade. So, talking about, are you talking about Royster? Like, why not <laughs> and deal and do that? Like, I'll give you props, bro. Because every time I send out a trade, it gets rejected and it's it's countered by some something ridiculous, you know? So, it's like, I don't know. I know. I sent something yeah, ridiculous I, for uh, Saquon Barkley. <laughs> right? <laughs> hey. Hey, you said something like that, Chris. He doesn't text you back for a couple of days. You know, he's like, oh, come on, man. And yeah, he said, he said, make the trade better. And I was like, oh, I can't. <laughs> right. You know, I guess that, you know, kind of, it's just, I drafted a bunch of good guys. You know what I mean? Because Saquon is solid. Like, he's just RB1. Yeah. You know what I mean? Joe hey, Mix, RB1. Hey, hey, real quick, for a question for everybody. Hey, how many texts, uh, how many trade offers you guys get from uh, Anthony Royster every week? <laughs> I got um, quite a few. Uh, I got a lot in the beginning, and then it it tailed off. But then we ended up making like two deals this year. Like me and me and Ant make deals every year. Like, yeah, it's usually and- with a lot of a lot of massaging and just kind of you know <laughs> yeah, working and- back and forth. <laughs> yeah, he loves to trade him and him and Jose. They're both like all about like they're send them. It's like every other. It's like every other day, send them. It's like dude, it's like. Don't, <laughs> it's- like the whole point of trading is you want to see how these guys develop, right? You know what I mean? But they're always trying to deal. So it's like, I don't know, you got to find that that fine line between like making a good trade and the guy. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And that, that's why I give props to Ryan cuz he knows he knows when to deal guys. He, like it's I, he's got a crystal ball, man. Yeah, I know, man. He, Damian Pierce, he got me on that one, man. All of a sudden I thought I got over on him and now the guy he was supposed to be my keeper and now he's not <laughs> even in the top my my keeper talk now. I don't know how he does it, man. I don't know how he does it. Yeah. I don't know how he did that one. <laughs> I didn't think he was going to flop like that, man. Yeah, he flopped bad. Yeah. All right, so. Was, I mean, yeah. he was well, too. That's what's crazy. Like, it, when I looked at the trade, I was like, I mean, I, I can see. I could see why both sides did what they did. I don't. I don't feel like I lost that trade. I feel like it was a good trade because Devonte still put up a lot of uh, good production. He's still giving me thirty point games. It's just, I don't know, man. I just played the. I have, honestly, I played me for me. I played the wrong guys in the wrong week. That was that was me. Man. I, I I had like a lot of points. But oh well, it's about you guys, not me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I. So my second question though is was anything done different to prepare for this week and i'm gonna start with you ryan yeah that's a yeah that's a really good question um i would say not i mean i felt like last week i've really poured myself into last week's matchup like like by far like out of all the weeks this year like i spent hours upon hours studying for that one wide receiver two spot that I ended up settling on Hodgins for. Right. Um, this this week I'm in the same position. I have that wide receiver two spot open. I got Dotson in there right now. Um, I still have Hodgins on my roster. I just picked up Richie James. Um, 
I'm thinking about it still because to me, it's it, like kind of what Chris said. It's like the matchup. Like I'm looking at the matchup and I'm like, I'm telling myself, like I, I cannot have a donut in that position. I cannot right. have zero points. Like I have to get something. Um, and so that's kind of the goal. So, that, I mean, I, that's the main difference. I, like I didn't have that same like crazy mentality the entire season. Like to be honest, like I spent most of the season like coasting along. And just kind of playing matchups, following the rankings, and then it wasn't until the playoffs when I really like kicked it into gear. Okay, and uh, you, Chris? Um, <clears throat> so, what was the question? So, I, I said, was anything done different to prepare for this week? Um, no, honestly, it's just it's just kind of how Ryan was doing, like matchups. You know what I mean? Um. I feel like I've got most of my roster set, so it's just a few decisions for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, quarterback and, and my flex, you know. Um, I don't know. I'm hoping Russ, you know, like I've been chasing – I don't know if you noticed, but I've been chasing the uh, the Denver um, offense. I've been starting all the defenses against the Denver offense because Russ – He's throwing picks like crazy. They're scoring tons of points. Um, and that, it was 21 points last week I got from uh, starting, you know, the defense against them. So, um, I don't think there's anything that's done differently. It's, it's the same thing. Um, I have watched a few more, like, YouTube videos of, like, should I start Mark, Mark Andrews or should I sit him? What about Cole Command? You know, like. And I get a lot of mixed reviews, so that's even worse because then I'm like, all right, I'm still kind of stuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no. Go with the hot – I'm just going with the hot hands and uh, uh, in matchups, so. Okay. All right. Now, I know Paul has a, uh, another question for you guys, so I'll let him. Everybody wants to know, man, who you keeping this year, uh, uh, Chris? Oh, who am I keeping? I haven't even thought about that. I mean, I guess a lot of us who are out of the playoffs already, we have all the time in the world to think about it. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> Man, you got a super obvious one. <laughs> you know, a free agent is in the in the playoffs, you know, in like a in a championship game. And they're like, oh, where are you going to sign in the offseason? And you're like. We got plenty of time, man. This, I, just, I just thought you kind of knew already. You know, I know I know. I think my I think my dad knows who he's keeping. Um, There's a lot of guys that I think they know um, who they're keeping. I'd probably I, like I'm thinking Amon Ra. Um, That's a good one. Because he's, I mean that the um, the Lions have really turned it around. Like, um, I think that what are they like playoff contention or like they've been winning. Games. They're still there. They're they're in yeah. Yeah, they've been putting up points, you know. Um, and with what he did last year. He won a bunch of people championships last year down that stretch. I mean, he's the type of receiver that can do that. So, you know, give you a 30 or 40 point game like a Diggs. Yeah. Oh, and to me, like having those guys like CMC is what will like help you win a championship and make or break your roster. You know, that's why I drafted Saquon because I knew he was the type of that, you know. Um, but yeah, I think it was, I don't know when, I don't know when I drafted Amaran, but I think he's deep enough to be a keeper because it's only top three, right? I think you did get him past the third round, so I, 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 think I, remember, I remember when you drafted him, Chris. You got him in the eighth round. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I remember. 
remember you telling me, Ryan. You're like, oh, dude, how'd you get him that that late? Damn, eighth round, Amon Ra. Right. Oh, yeah. oh. Yeah, he fell. He fell. Yeah, that's a that's a nice keeper right there. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's probably. If that man stays healthy for all season, oh man, that right. guy's—he's ridiculous. Dude, his dad was like Mr. Universe, like bodybuilder. Yeah. <laughs> Legit, man. Like he's got good genetics, man. Like he's a baller, you know. Yeah. So, and I got to get him the ball, and that's the biggest thing, you know. And that's why I stayed away from. Um, well, I did draft Chase Claypool, but I didn't want. A receiver in an offense like Pittsburgh, where Kenny, you know Kenny Pickens and and uh, who else was it? Was Trubisky. It <laughs> he was throwing him. The, I think he was the starter. Trubisky was right. Yeah. Like, no, they're different up numbers, but it's not not going to be consistent. You know yeah, what I mean? I get it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good keeper, man. Yeah. Um, it's between two guys for me, so I have. So my options, I have uh, – actually, I have three options. Take them back. Um, Travis Etienne in the fifth round is an option. Uh, Ken Walker in the ninth round is an option. And then uh, Chris Olave in the tenth is an option. I- I'm leaning Walker at, in the ninth. I think he's probably the best value for next season, as long as they don't re-sign Rashad Penny. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll see how the offseason goes. But, yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards, like, Walker right now. All right. Carroll offense, that running back, it's, it's kind of like Shanahan. Like, you know, they're going to put up numbers. Like, it, they have a good run game, you know. Mm-hmm. So, that, that would definitely be a smart keeper because um, he's young, right? Yeah. The rookie this year, right? Yeah. That's that's the key, too, is, is finding a keeper who's young, who's, like, going to jump into their prime. That's gonna have that digs year that won me in 2020. You know what I mean? Where like everyone was sleeping on him because he came over from Minnesota. He was wide receiver too. Nobody thought that he was gonna be the guy. And then, boom! Like lightning in a bottle. You know what I mean? That's true. Except for last week. (laughs) 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 My boy had to throw him throw him under the bus one time though. Uh, Honestly, like. I feel bad because I had him the year that won it for me, you know, and it's yeah. like whoever drafted him this year, see, and that's the thing with fantasy, and that's why we're like, you guys ask, like, you know, who, how do you feel about winning the matchup, and it's like, dude, my team could put up 130, or my team put up 80, like, I don't know. I you swear, know I, mean? I wrote you off a long time ago, man. I was like, I, when I see you lying down, like, I'm like Chris this week, man. It's easy work, man. Like, I, I ain't, I'm not worried about Chris. Right? <laughs> Guy takes off and goes to the championship, man. I, you, hey, man, you suck, man. Because if you win three belts in my league, I mean, I might even have to lose your number. And I don't. I'm like, oh, where's Chris at the draft? Like, I don't know. I found some other guy though. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, you have another question? Oh, I'm good, man. I'm ready. Uh, we're ready to move on. I need probably right. like Raider Niner here. Oh wait, we got. I got. Oh, wait, I, I got. Talk about yeah. predictions or uh, who we predict? We, we, no, we'll get there. We'll get there right now. But. Uh, I want to know, do you guys have any last words for each other going into this weekend? And I'll start with you, Chris. Um, just good luck, sir. Yep. <laughs> what um, the heck? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Throw some money on the line. Let's go, Chris. Get in. 
Get, no, you know, I'm not, keep him on the ropes, Chris. Come on, my boy. You no, know, because uh, Jose does that, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> always comes out talking hell shit. Come on, man. We gotta play for push-ups at least. Come on. That's why everybody was happy Chris, when Ryan least, knocked him out. Yeah, at least twenty push-ups, Chris. Come on, put it on the line. What twenty push-ups? Mm-hmm. Put some on the line, my boy. Uh, well, do 50. Oh, hey, give me 50 push-ups. Uh, hey, Ryan, can you give me 50? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. 50 push-ups hey, is on the line. 50 push-ups. I'll take it, man. All right, Ryan. Right. Yeah, no, same thing. It's, yeah, good luck, Chris. It's a, it's a rematch of 2020. Uh, I'm just glad I don't have Henry on my team. <laughs> uh, but no, it's going to be a good one, man. I, uh, I'm pretty psyched about this matchup. Uh, but no, I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna try to win it. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's better not turning the Triple G and Canelo over here. I don't need no trilogy. All right, so right. This, better, this better be it. Yeah, it's just uh, <laughs> like we're 50-50 odds. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you're projected like right now, like a couple more points than me. But really, projections don't mean anything. Like the projected numbers. Um, but the odds, I, I usually, you know, so it's like it's a coin flip. You know what I mean? So I'm just nope. hoping this is not going to turn into a revenge game. Like, <laughs> I break that third belt. You know what I mean? Like, hey, but, hey, uh, hey yeah. Chris, if you win one, can I carry Can I carry one, man? <laughs> yeah. No, you – so I, 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 I'm going to need an arm. So hold it up above my head as I walk out. Yeah, as we walk into uh, from Jose's backyard, you know, I'll play the music. I'll be in the back I'm holding the belt up behind you. Right. Like, you know, you know they do for Canelo in the background? Yeah. <laughs> if that happens. But, uh, oh, okay. Uh, you know, Ryan, he could very well raise two belts right now and it'll be tied with me. And everybody else is going to be like, damn, man, why are those guys got hella belts? All right, all right. All about the hard one. No, yep. that, that was definitely a good one. Uh, uh, good luck to both of you gentlemen. But um, so good luck, good luck. So let's uh, go around the horn real quick and uh, do a quick prediction on on this game, on this matchup. I mean, uh, senior. I know that we haven't heard from you, um, but who do you think uh, takes this? Well, last week I I had my money on Ryan to beat Jose. See now this week. I got my money on Chris oh. to lose. To lose. Uh, oh. so, so you know what that means. Uh, I think Chris dropped. I think we did. Oh. I think we oh, dropped wow. Chris. Just in, he didn't get to hear it. No, I, I heard Ryan's strategy. I heard how much work he puts into it. Hey, do you um, buying, hey Dad, you buying all that? You think? You no, no, no. Hey, the NFL is a copy, copycat lead, so maybe I might have to copy some of the stuff that Ryan's doing. <laughs> For this fantasy to, to get me at the next level. Hit, hit me up anytime, senior. I'll help you out, man. All right, that works. Oh, and you got to make sure to watch this pod, man. We'd be dropping all the gems on here, sir. That's true. <laughs> Except in the playoffs when Ryan needs uh, Hodgins and he don't tell us about them. And, you know, we could have used yeah. them in our draft games. But, you know, it's all cool. It's all good, Ryan. Hey, we understand. We understand what you did and why you did it. Yeah, I apologize. I should have uh... I, I, I talked about it on the Tuesday pride. It, it was Jose was here, man. Like I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I, I wasn't going to show. My, I wasn't going to show my hand. He was he was here, you know, freaking roasting me about having four Seahawks in my lineup, and I was just like, I'll just I'll let it go. 
I, I, to, even if you said it, I don't think Jose would have went and grabbed him. Obviously, based off of what he was telling us on Wednesday, he said that he actually seen an article about Hodgins. He said that he looked at him and he was like, nah, this guy sucks. And then just skipped over the article. <laughs> he did no homework, man. This guy sucks. Next. Just based off the looks. <laughs> he ain't going to catch two touchdowns. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I do look at their their little profile picture and be like, this guy doesn't look like a winner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never know. Yeah. What about you, uh, uh, Paul Jr.? Who do you got winning? Oh, you know, I got my team on, on money. Uh, this is your fantasy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Come on. You know, my boy, my boy Ryan, bro. I can't see him. I, I don't. I don't want to be. Oh, that was all smoke for you know Chris to hold up the third belt, man. Forget all that. You know, we need to take we need to take the belt home, man. Bring it to the podcast. I need it hanging in the background. You know what I mean? I need you to take it home for us, Ryan. I'm taking Ryan. I'm taking Ryan in a blowout. Right? <clears throat> you can mark my words. Ryan in a blow blowout, man. Yeah, no, I'm also taking Ryan, man. You know, we got we got to do it for the pod. This is your fantasy. I know that he's also in the SFL championship, so you know. He could be uh, rocking two belts, one from um, Fantasy Family and one from the other one. So, I th- I'm, you know, I'm, I'm Team Ryan this week. Come on, Ryan. You got to – Hey, it'll be my, this will be for my birthday then, all right, man? You got me a Christmas present. I need a birthday present too, all right? Oh, yeah, right around the corner, man. Okay, you got it. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, all right, next up, uh, this is what uh, seniors here for. Uh, Raiders, 49ers, this Sunday. No Derek Carr. Battle of the backups. <laughs> Second string versus the uh, Mr. Irrelevant third string. Um, Let's just kick it off, Senior. What, what do you got? Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I really don't believe that we're going to win this game. But I, I'm hoping that we, at least we look decent. Um, like I said, this quarterback hasn't proven himself yet, uh, especially going up against the Niners right now. The Niners are on fire. So how can you go into this game thinking that you're going to blow this game apart or, or win this game with the Niners being on fire right now? But like I said, I hope at least he shows us something in this game as far as um, what he could do for the league or do for this team. But I think with uh, Devonta Adams being upset and some of the other players being upset, we're not really sane. Um, it's going to be hard to tell what, what comes out of this game. I mean, I don't think – we're really going to see much uh, on the Raiders' side. Okay. And uh, Junior? I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> All right? Here we go. But And and Jared Stidham, I trust. I'll tell you right now, man, the Niners better watch their backs. I'm telling you this right now. Everybody, Everybody's riding us off right now, man. Hey, my, my, my man's been here, uh, you know, all season. He's been the backup. He's been with him in, in, uh, in New England. He knows the playbook. He knows what he's doing. He's got a number one receiver in his back pocket. He's got third and refro <laughs> on the inside. He's got a he's got, I don't think the tight end's playing, but it's okay. We got we got Foster Moreau. It don't really matter. It don't really matter. And I'm taking the Raiders are gonna come in here, shock the world, and tell everybody, you know, you know what? Just watch out for next year. We back. I'm telling you, it's Win City. Optimism. I like it. I like it. We got the he, he got the uh, what is it the the spirit of Macho Man Randy Savage going on right now. <laughs> you ready to snap into a slip gym, sir? <laughs> it's the sunglasses. <laughs> got him going wild right now. Oh, man, I'm uh, fired up, baby. You know what it is, baby. Win city. 
Just win, baby. I see you. Um, uh, Ryan, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, um, when I saw that they were going to sit Carr, I was like, well, there goes that game. But um, <laughs> you know what? Hold on. I'm going to backtrack a little bit, though, because I was listening to a report today, just some of the beat reports for the Raiders. And from what I from what I read is that they're, the team is not quitting yet. They're, like, they're not totally punting the season, albeit there is the, the fallout with Carr. Um, I don't know. I think they're going to come out, and it's going to be interesting. You know, I still think the Niners are going to win, but I don't think it, it – I don't know if it's going to be, like, the total blowout we think it is. I mean, maybe it will be, but but from the reports that I read, it sounds like they're still going to go out. They're still, still going to play. Devontae's going to play. Josh Jacobs is going to run. Um, you know, and so maybe there's a chance. Maybe they, you know, they make a change. There's a lot of emotions, and they get fired up and, and make it a game. I actually hope, to be honest – I'm kind of being on the optimistic side too. I actually want it to be a game from a fantasy standpoint for the Niners because the last thing I, I really want is for it to be like a 30 to nothing blowout and then CMC is sitting the whole, you know, fourth quarter or something. Hey, you don't got to worry about that, Ryan. You mean the whole I'm second half? Hey, hey, don't worry about that, Ryan. We're going to be in it and we in it to win it. I'll tell you that right now. And just a heads up, uh, the, the point spread on that game, the Raiders are plus 10. And the over and under was 42. What do you think about that? I think that it's going to be over 42 with, you know, so. Niners scoring the, the more the more points. Yeah, Raiders put up 35 to 17. So, yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm a, uh I'm a, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you some stats real quick. So the Raiders are allowing opponents to score 23.3 points a game. Uh, this is the average and they're giving up 360.9 yards per game well the 49ers they're averaging 25 points per game and you know they're just a slattering team so i just wanted to put those little bit of stats out there and let you know how bad the raiders are on defense right now i'm gonna i'm not gonna spill it here um but one of my bold predictions has to do with the raiders this week there's a lot of a lot of talk about raiders and fantasy football for hey, championship week i'll tell you this man hey do you guys believe in miracles not not for anything that has to do with All right, good, because this isn't a miracle, man. I'm telling you right now, this is not a miracle. We're going to win on Sunday. End of story, man. I'm telling you this right now. I don't believe in miracles either because this is the, this is what's going to happen. What's the, what's the score on Sunday? Don't worry. I'll, I'll say that for later. I'll save it for later? I'll save it for later. All right, so I do have a couple questions, though, for you Raider fans. Um, I'll, I'll let my dad go ahead and take these questions, unless I have to jump in. What, what I heard from earlier. What I heard earlier from him it didn't sound too... What does benching Derek Carr mean for Devontae Adams going forward? If, um, you know, like um, in terms of benching Derek Carr and possibly cutting him, trading him in the offseason. I think with Devontae Adams, um, for, uh, for a couple of reasons, he wanted to, he, he stated in the beginning that he wanted to play, play closer to home. And because I think he's from San Mateo, and uh, this is closer to home. And then his as a childhood team, this was his team. He's been a Raider fan since as a kid. So I know it's the business part that uh, he's 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 probably he's hurt over the over the thought of maybe not playing with Derek Carr again. But at the same time, it is a business. I think with those other two in place. And if we can get him the right quarterback, and all we have to do is make Devonta Adams happy. If he's happy, 
I think everything goes forward. You know, everything's going to look good forward from this point. Okay. And you, Paul, you, that's that's a good enough answer for you, Mr. Junior, over there. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I, I mean, think about it. I mean, do I have to worry about if I'm Devontae Adams? Is the money a problem? No, I'm one of the highest paid receivers in the game. You know what I mean? You give me a quarterback, I can throw me the ball. You know what? And and a chance to you know can be uh, and compete at a high level and you know be a contender. That's what it's all about. That's where he's at in this stage of, of his career. He wants to win. He's already gotten paid. You know what I mean? So that's and then my dad just you know talked about it right now. I mean, absolutely. I I 100% agree with him. If you give him the right quarterback, he's he'll stay. But uh, I mean, him him and Derek Carr with that whole yeah, he's my college quarterback, and you know we're buddies. Yeah, it's a business. Gotcha. No, okay. No, um, but yeah, no. So, and then my next question: Do you guys think Carr is done for good as a Las Vegas Raider? I believe so. I believe you know we had him for I believe it's nine years with the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know I, I believed in Carr in the beginning. I believe he's a good person. He's good. He's he's a leader. He's a captain. But at this level in the NFL, you got to improve every year. And I've seen him so at, at times where where he's we're losing the easy games, and and that's that's what hurts. You know, there's games that we should be blowing out these teams, and for some reason he's just not he's not doing it as a QB. So uh, I believe they gave him plenty of chances, and I think it's because we went through all those coaches that they kept him here this long. I think if he would if we would have stood with one or two coaches. At one point, I think one of those coaches would have pulled the trigger and probably said, you know what, we need to go in a different direction with the QB. But um, I think his time is done in Vegas, and uh, and I believe it's time to move on. Okay. And Junior, same sentiments? I've had this I've had this dude back for eight, nine years. Sick of it. You know, I can only back up somebody who's, who's disappointed me for eight, nine years so long, man. You know, I mean – we all see the reports. We all see, you know, he's, he's, you know, left the facilities and he doesn't, he's not with the team. And we've all seen all that. Like we get it. You know, when you go and get benched, you know, everybody, anybody can be upset, right? I mean, I know I'd be upset. Fact of the matter is, I mean, he's had his chance. A new, I think I said, I think I saw some on uh, first take or something on ESPN with Charles Woodson talked about it. You know, we got a new, you got a new coaching staff and you got a new GM come in there. And, you know, you got this quarterback, and they evaluate him on, on you know what, is this going to be the guy that's going to take us forward? And obviously, they don't. I don't think they see that. I know I haven't seen it the last couple of years. So, for me, he's done in Vegas. He's had his chances. He's had plenty of chances. And uh, it's just time to move on. I know I know he'll, have, he'll, he'll get another shot with another team. Okay. No, I was just, yeah. What about you, Ryan? Yeah, I mean, short answer, yeah, I think he's done. Um, I'm just excited to see where he goes next. Like, I'm hoping he lands on the Jets or something, you know. I think it'd be cool. But um, I know, was there, like, a rumor today that, you know, they're thinking Tom Brady might come to Vegas? You know, I, I think if that happens, Devontae definitely stays on the Raiders. That would be crazy. Yeah. Wasn't there interest in the past for Brady to come and, and Gruden, I think, turned him away, right? Yeah, I've seen a couple reports on that, man. Uh, yeah. Kind of. A little, I mean, still a little, still early, man. But you know, we'll, we'll see. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I could 
root for Tom Brady after what he did to me, you know, back in, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, my heart still hurts a little bit. I don't like to talk about it. and Don't don't bring it up, but. It's only you know, been 20 years. It's only been 20 years, but my, my heart can't take it. You know, if I see that guy, every time I see that guy, you know, it hits me a little bit. But, That'd be like if Robert Ory came to play for the team. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Imagine. Over. <laughs> exactly, man. It's the same feeling. All right, so uh, I do. Um, so, do you guys think that the Raiders actually hold the 49ers under a hundred rushing yards this weekend on defense? I'm gonna start with D Ryan, only because you I, got CMC. Yeah, I do not. <laughs> no, I think they'll. I think they'll get over a hundred. Not saying it all come from CMC, but I think. Well, I mean, they're gonna be over a hundred rushing yards. I think CMC will be over a hundred all-purpose yards for sure. Okay. That senior? I think they'll keep it under 100. I think the, the defense is going to play at a different level this, this week. They know this is a big game for them, and they want to prove a lot that they're playing up against a number one defense and a number number one offense. And for them to look good in this game uh, will show a lot, show a lot with what's, what's coming for the future. So I believe they'll keep it under 100 points or 100 yards rushing. I like it. Junior. I hope the I hope the Eagles, I hope the Vikings and the Cowboys watch this blueprint that we put up on these Niners and they watch how we shut this shit down. Because this is what's gonna happen. You see you're gonna see a team with with my boy Jared rally the troops and we're gonna take this game over, man. They shut them down easy. Okay, I like it. So I think the the Raiders are ranked 15th in the rush defense, and they allow, on average, 116 yards per game. So I'm just looking at some stats right now. And they also my boy Max Crosby too, man. You guys hope you guys got an emergency quarterback ready. They also have the 27th ranked pass defense in the NFL, and with Kittle being the security blanket for Brock Purdy. What, let me see, let me see, is it, uh, I guess, is it over under two touchdowns in this game? And I'm going to start with you, Junior. For over Kittle. For, oh, for oh, Kittle? Yeah, for Kittle, two touchdowns. Oh, oh tight ends eat us alive, man. I'll, I think Kittle gets the two touchdowns. If, if, if they do get two touchdowns, I'm saying. <laughs> <clears throat> but, uh, I mean, I think he's going to be the only bright spot on that team this week. Uh, because we've just – I mean, look what Kelsey did to us. We had, like, four touchdowns on us. We've never been able to cover the tight end. And I know – I know, they you know, every team watches that, and I think every team we play, they just they just, they just, just eat us alive. So, Kittle, yeah, Kittle gets his, gets his. Okay. Senior, what do you think? I believe Kittle's going to have a good day, too. So, you know, it's, it's hard to stop somebody that good. And that's – and that size, you know, whoever you put on him, that's a big dude to cover and to try to stop. So – I believe Kittle's going to have a good day. Ryan, same thing? Yeah, I'm thinking on Kittle. I think just the way the defense works for the for the Raiders, um, you know, Kittle, I think Kittle's a lock. You know, I'm not sure about two touchdowns, but I think they'll at least get one for sure. Um, he's going to get a lot of those slants up the middle, a lot of yak opportunities. Um, and then as far as, like, real quick on Christian McCaffrey, after what I saw Ramondre Stevenson do to the Raiders a couple weeks ago in the first round, dude, like, I think CMC is going to do the same thing. 
like Ramondre ran the shit out of that ball. Um, and I, I was I was rooting for the Raiders, like hoping that Ramondre wouldn't score more points. And it's just every freaking time, man, catch a pass in the middle, go up the side, plow through a couple guys, <laughs> and then throw the ball backwards, and then you know throw the hey, intercept. Hey Ryan, how did it feel when you were rooting for the Raiders and you just see the guy just bust one open like that? It's like I mean I'm used to it being a Kings fan, man. That's how it felt. It was like, you know, Kings are Raiders. <laughs> yeah, man. It sucks. Yeah, it, it 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 sucks, man. You see it at least a couple times a year. And um, how do you guys feel about Josh Jacobs this week? Do you guys feel like he's going to be able to uh, set the tone on the offense and be? what he needs to be, because obviously right now it's Stidham. I mean, Stidham knows the offense, Stidham, whatever, how you say it. He obviously knows the offense. He's been there. But against this 49ers defense, who's actually been really good within these last seven weeks, eight weeks, they've been top of their game, number one, especially, you know, getting turnovers and things like that. Um, do you guys feel like Josh Jacobs is going to like lead the way for the Raiders to get you guys to a possible victory against this 49ers team? And like, will he like break a hundred yards against that, that 49ers, uh, defense? I'll start with you, senior. I believe so. I believe he'll get his hundred yards. Um, I believe, you know, like I said, he, he played last week. They should have continued running that game, you know, run that ball. But for some reason they didn't. So like I said, I believe he's going to come in fresh, and I believe he's he's going to prove to like I said, he took on the challenge knowing that he said he's going up a number one defense, and uh and, and for him to shine on Sunday, that just I, I think he's gonna he'll be able to pull it off. I think he'll get his hundred hundred yards on Sunday. Okay, Ryan, what do you think? Yeah, I don't think the I don't think the Niners have given up a hundred yard rusher this this season. Um, I don't remember the exact statistic, but I know they've been elite against the run. Um, if Josh Jacobs gets to 100 yards, I could see it being like all-purpose yards, you know, a mixture of, of rushing and some receiving work. Uh, but it, that's a, qu- a good question as far as like, you know, just what kind of production we think we'll get out of him. I, it sounds like Jake, they're going to fire up Jacobs and he'll probably get his full, full allotment of touches, which is good. So, yeah, I mean, as long as he's getting 20 touches, he's got a chance. All right. Junior. Brian, you haven't seen a 100-yard rusher against the Niners? You're going to see that this Sunday. I'll tell you this right now, all right? I'll tell you this right now. Raiders are going to work backwards. Now that we got scaredy cat Derek Carr out of here, this is what we're going to do, all right? We're going to throw the ball, throw the ball, throw the ball, and we're going to hit him. We're going to hit him with the run, all right? We're gonna, it's, it's all going to be hit him with a delay. That's how we're going to get it. The Niners, the only way you beat the Niners is if you throw the ball. We have to throw the ball, man. And then we have to mix in the runs after that with the delays, man. That's the only way. I mean, the Niners got a great defense. Don't get me wrong. You got you to gotta play to their weaknesses, man. And their weaknesses are secondary. I mean, there's everybody tries to pound the ball against the Niners and they're unsuccessful. You got to work the other way. I think this is what we do. I think this is how we get it done. And this is how we beat the Niners. Yeah, no. The weakness has been the secondary, but... If you've been, at, I don't know. I know that you guys really probably don't watch too many 49er games, but this, this second, this secondary has stepped up crazy, and they've been making plays on the ball. Um, there's been a bunch of turnovers, interceptions, things like that, tip balls. I mean, and it's not, it's not just on that secondary. It's, it's on the, it's on the defensive front. You got Bosa coming in. You got, you got Bosa who's leading the way in sacks in the NFL. Like, 
they're getting to the quarterback quick and causing these the quarterbacks, you know, to throw the ball um, while running, uh, you know, back foot type things like getting sacks. So um, what do you guys think is like the main key to victory for the Raiders to actually beat the 49ers? And I'll start with you, Junior. Like they all, that the old saying goes, man, it all starts in the trenches, all right? Offensive line, defense line, whoever, whoever's, whoever's holds up the most, man. I mean, the Raiders can hold up that that uh, that defensive line, which is, you know, it's an amazing defensive line. If they can give give them time to throw the ball, that's good. Same thing goes for the other side. I mean, if the Niners can, uh, if the Niners can uh, hold up on that offensive line, because you know we got Max Crosby running everywhere, you know that boy's a beast. I, I don't, I don't ever see that guy getting tired. He never wants to come out. So you know, it's, it's, the, the game is won in the trenches, man. You know, opening up the holes for him, pass blocking, and that's how you're gonna know who's gonna win this game, man. And it's gonna be the Raiders. I like it, Ryan. Same question. Yeah, I mean, not to go too far off of or too much on the what Paul said. Um, I think it's gonna be the Raider receivers. Like, if they're gonna win, it's gonna be on the back of Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro. They got to work the passing game. I know. I know the Niners have been good on this on the. The second line with the back, um, you know, your cornerbacks and stuff. But um, that run defense on the Niners is so good. I think the best way is to ex- try to exploit with, you know, in between the tackles with with the passing game. So, all right, I like it, senior. Well, my prediction when we first started off talking about this game, um, I really didn't think the Raiders had a chance. But if there was a chance for them to be win this Niner game. It's, it's going to have to be with the receivers. We're going to have to throw the ball, get get our receivers, uh, take it over the game. You know, that's a, that's the direction we would have to go, just go with the receivers and, and our tight end and then actually pound the ball. But like I said, it would be our receiver core number one to, t- to actually win the game. But like I said, uh, it's going to be a tough game. Uh, I really don't really predict them to win. But I know Paul said, what am I talking about? Because I'm talking the opposite of what he was saying. But at the same time, um, I, I believe it's going to be um, receivers to, to take it to win this game. I can nice. see your true. All I do is see your true colors now. It's okay. <laughs> As for <laughs> me, everybody knows what I think, man. I think 49ers are going to win. Obviously, it's not that. It's not that you you see it. So I know. I just wanted to give you guys a chance to speak. And, you know. You know. Get. You know. Put in for your team. I know that you guys had a very rough year. Um, and it's been like that for a while. For me, though, I just feel like the keys to victory for the 49ers, man, is on the ground. Um, and just let Brock Purdy keep doing what he's been doing. He's been doing an amazing job. Um, he looks comfortable in, in, in the pocket. He steps up. He moves out. He does what he has to do. Um, but obviously, the 49ers are a run-first team. Um, CMC is going to lead the way. I feel like he breaks 100. And I feel like Kittle has a good game, possibly even Ayuk. Uh, we get you get Debo coming back. He, I don't know how much he's going to be used, but um, you never know. It could be he could be you know getting some running uh, some run plays in himself. And you know what happens when Debo runs the ball? It's the same thing as CMC. It's to the house, or you get those you know little uh, slants and like 20 minutes or like 20 yards, 10 yards, and they take it 50 yards down the field. Um, But for me, it's just through the ground and possibly, you know, just let Brock Purdy play his game and 
I feel like it's going to be a good game. It's probably going to be closer than what a lot of people are thinking. And, um, again, you know, the Raiders have a chip on their shoulder right now. You, you just know? said it in a nice way to beat You're going to beat our ass, man. You might as well say, hey, man, Raiders suck. You might as I mean, Look, man. geez, George. It's all good, man. It's all good. I can't wait right. to send a text message, man. So, George, I had a question. Yes, sir. So so what do you feel about your quarterback for, for next season? What What kind of direction would you want to go in? Well, that really depends. That really depends on what happens. Um, so if Brock Purdy continues to play the way he's playing um, and if he continues to get better each week, so if there's a progression that, you know, is, is steady going upwards and not on the decline, then I obviously you got to stick. I would say stick with Brock Purdy. That would be me, especially if Brock Purdy goes all the way, takes the 49ers, wins the championship. I mean, this is just, you know, like uh, really hypothetical. If that were to happen, then obviously you stick with Brock Purdy. And then you uh, Garoppolo's gone. We already know he's not, he's not coming back. You have Trey Lance, who was your top three pick. Yeah, you're going to bench him. But, again, you're, I would stick with Brock Purdy, especially if you see consistent, like him consistently uh, progressing each week and getting better and better and better, which – I feel like he's been doing since he, you know, took over for Jimmy. And hey, that's not his real name. What is Jose called? <laughs> oh, I, I forgot. What was it? What was it? I don't know, man. You know your team. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. He was saying some wild stuff, man. Something about the seam. Something, yeah. Something about the seam. Yeah, man. There was a c word in there. <laughs> <laughs> We had a we had a pretty good conversation about this exact topic before the we game came the other night. Um, I'll give you my take on it real quick. I think I think if Brock Purdy and the Niners win a playoff game, even if it's just one playoff game, I think Purdy Purdy will be the starter next year. Because if you just look at the resumes, take draft capital out of the equation, Purdy has a playoff win. Trey Lance, you know, doesn't. So that's what I think personally. I, I just I, I, no, but I just seen because the first couple of games with Trey Lance and then all these games with with Brock, I mean you can just you can just see the difference, man. You know, I mean the way Trey Lance is throwing the ball, he looked, you know, he missed a lot of a lot of throws. Don't get me wrong, he missed a lot of wide open throws. Yeah, you know, it just wasn't there. And you know, Brock is just taking he he took control, man. He's in there, you know, like like George said. I mean, he looks comfortable in there. You know, he's getting those short passes. Wait till he really he really sets his feet in there and he starts launching these things, man. Imagine when he starts launching these things downfield. I mean, I hate to say it, but yikes. You know what I mean? So Yeah, no, he's had if I would feel me, Brock Purdy, I honestly, even right now, just from what I've seen, you know, you know, he's winning you games. He's keeping you competitive. Why take something out like that? I mean, until until he proves or until he does something, you know, in a negative. You know, then think that way. But if he's gotten you this far and he's doing this this good with the team, yeah. No, he's been um, he, he definitely has been leading. Uh, hold on one second. He's definitely been leading um, the receivers though when he when he does throw passes. I see I see him leading receivers rather than. Up a ball up high behind low like these balls are he's hitting everybody in stride Kittle things like that and this is why they're able to just take it like that's why Kittle has been able to take it to the house a few times it's those balls they're coming where they need to be um there was 
the, I think there was like one pass that I really didn't like, which was the deep ball to IU because it was kind of underthrown. And I was just like, oh, that could have been a little bit better. But that's just like nitpicking at that point. Um, it was a touchdown, but again, it could have been better. But but since that point, like you can see him consistently just being in rhythm, especially with Kittle or even other receivers. They're all in stride. He's making great plays. He's he's you know his thought process is like i guess his uh, iq for the game is i would say it's pretty high just based off the way that he's playing so just things like that and then like you were saying uh Trey Lance yes he he's very inaccurate like there's been a lot of passes where i'm like dude that's wide open when you could you shouldn't be missing that you're top 3 you should like those those are the types of passes what Brock Purdy's doing is what Trey Lance should be doing um so yeah, no, we'll see going forward. So either way, I feel like we're the 49ers are in one of the better situations as far as quarterback controversies because you've got a bunch of good QBs. Um, and next year, it'll be fun to see. But right now, you know, it's Brock Purdy's time, and he's doing what needs to be done to get the 49ers Ws. So, yeah, is there any last words on this 49ers versus Raiders game? Should I say it for all of us? Just win, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Speak for everybody. (laughs) Senior, do you have any last words, sir? Uh, No, like Paul said, just win. All right. There it is. That's That's what I've been waiting for. Well, yeah, right. Sunday it'll be. Go ahead, Ryan. It'll I know you want to watch. Pitch you, Ryan. Go ahead, Ryan. I, I, you're next. I don't. I don't really have much on this game. It's a. Uh, it's all about the purple covers for me. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. I can't say it. I'm not allowed. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Good luck to you guys, man. Um. For real, I I know I, I really feel for Raider fans and I like it's it's an every season thing, man. It's just it's when you guys think that something that is from last year is gonna be good going into this year and it just not what you know you guys signed up for. I, I yeah. Hopefully, hopefully this all turns around and um hopefully they don't make a mistake and think that it you know, doing this with Carr that he was the problem. If it goes into next year, and you know it's the coach that was at the actual problem, so yeah, man. All right, he's like I said, Derek Carr's had his time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not throwing shade. <laughs> you you kind of are. But, I mean, it's like it's like kindly saying our team is trash, but it's okay, man. We'll move past this. <laughs> yeah, let's go with the. Uh... Paul, are you ready, man? Yeah, man. Let me show you. Let me tell you, I wasn't here last Tuesday. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what happened, man. My alarm didn't go off and woke up and the pod was over. But um, <laughs> you guys nailed it pretty good uh, on covering me. I missed one. I, I missed one game again, man. I don't know what it is. I think in the playoffs, man, I, I think we should try something different. Man, we can do some prop bets. What you guys think? I'm down with that. You guys down with some prop bets? Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll throw some uh, – 
thumb at you and see, see what you guys think. But I mean, the prop bets, especially like for playoffs, we can do that. But I'm getting close, man. I'm hopefully this is it. Uh, I know last week I missed the I missed the one game with the Panthers. I, and I think uh, George says this every time. Hey, why do you always think the Panthers? Or how come the Panthers is always involved? Well, the Panthers always have a good play. It's just you got to make sure you you know you just got to look at it a little bit. I mean, I I know they were they were uh, they gave me like 13 points on them one week. But anyways, let's get back. Let's get into this. I got me a nice little three-teamer this week. Tell me what you guys think. Um, I feel very confident, very confident this week. I'm gonna. I got the Browns at the Commanders. I got Washington minus two. I really like this game. I think the Commanders. I know. Uh, I know they did a quarterback switch here, but I think that you know they still got enough firepower with that team to go ahead and and get that win, especially at home. The Commanders play good at home. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the Commanders minus two. Um, also, I got the Panthers at the Buccaneers. Say what? No, I don't have the Panthers. But I am taking the Bucks minus two and a half. Tom Brady gets it together. This team's going to start getting hot going into the playoffs. Give me the Buccaneers minus two and a half over the Panthers. There you go, George. And then the last game I got, Jaguars at the Texans. Jaguars. They've been playing good ball this whole month. I'm going to take the Jaguars over the Texans. Minus two and a half on that game. Those are my picks. Give me the Commanders. Give me the Bucks. Give me the Jags. There's your three-team parlay. Make sure we all collect at the same time. If you guys want to send a donation, that way I can buy another beanie. You know what I mean? Send it. <clears throat> Thank you, guys. I like Let's it. This money. Paul's parlay, man. I like it. I think I might have to uh, drop on that, man. I, I still have the other ten dollars from you know when the Kings beat the Warriors. <laughs> hey, save it, hey, save, save it for the props, man. Because uh, we get we can hit like we hit like six props, and it pays you like three hundred, three fifty or something like that off ten dollars. Oh, it's I pretty like nice. And I think I think I did it with my dad and my uncle uh, on Thanksgiving. You remember that, Dad? Yep. I think Heard we uh, we had six prop bets. And we missed one on Ramondre. No, was it Ramondre Stevenson needed fifty something yards, and he had like forty six, and uh, and he you know he killed us. But we would have hit. We would have hit for like I think three fifty or four hundred. So yeah, we'll get into the prop bets, man. I'm excited about those. I know Ryan, probably Ryan probably likes those better, anyways. Uh, I remember him talking about that earlier in the year. Yeah, but those those are fun. That sounds fun. <laughs> All right, man. So next up. DraftKings, ah, senior, this will be your first time with us, um, doing some DraftKings. I was actually gonna, I was actually gonna bounce for him. I I, I, I seen it in his eyes, man. All right, all right. You look a little heavy. Hey, senior, I want to thank you for joining the podcast again. You're always welcome, man. So if you're uh, um. Free next week. I think we're going to actually we're going to be changing this the podcast scheduling up so it'll be no more two a days. We're going to be switching to one time um, a week, and I want to say we'll be doing it on Thursdays. Is that correct, Thursdays. Ryan? Mm-hmm. We'll see what's yeah. up. Yeah, we'll talk about it and we'll, we'll let everybody know and we'll get on the same page. Sounds good. Well, I'm going to bounce and uh, I just wanted to tell, tell Ryan good luck. I, uh, I believe. Um, I believe in your team this week, Ryan. So, thank you, senior. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right, you guys. Uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Have All a right. good night, senior. All 
All right. Also, Happy New Year. You too. All right, gentlemen. The, the old gang, the old band's back together now. Huh? Let's uh, let's. Yes, sir. So I'm looking already, and we were talking about it. Jared Goff, fifty six hundred dollars. Is that what we're doing? Come on, man. We said we're taking the elite quarterback, man. The rest of the year. We did, but you got to remember, Ryan knows more than us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you guys what I keep seeing, man. It's a a lot of Jared Goff, and the like for the reasons that I told you before the pod, just the the game so detroit against chicago is like a 52 and a half over under and the and the lions are favored to win and they're i think their their team implied total is like over 25 like it's really high so uh, and then the other like the other factors that play into it is that it's a dome game um so they're in detroit good wet you know they're in a dome so no weather concerns um and if you look at the actual splits for jared goff uh home and away much better at home like he's a significantly better quarterback so and then that coupled with chicago's uh poorest pass defense just defense in general uh shaping up to be a pretty good matchup yeah well i i see just based off of that just off of because you gotta remember not only do we want to go for those big names right um we have been known on this podcast to get value position players regardless quarterback or not at a low price and they tend to go they, they tend to go off for us especially against the matchups that we you know that we've been finding so at i low, just at a, at a low price what do you sell me car insurance man no nah, man we don't we don't want any of that man we 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 want the big time players making big time plays giving us big time points Come on, man. So, I mean, you if you want to go Patrick Mahomes, um, yeah. he's 85. I was going to say, after what I saw last week with Denver, man, yeah, give me Mahomes. <laughs> so are we going Mahomes? Is that what we're doing? Up to you guys. I'm cool with any, whatever you guys want to roll with. Nah, that's cool, man. George already said we're going to go. I, I, didn't say, I, I, I didn't say that. I said that. Ryan knows more than us. That's Ryan knows more than us. Let's go, you know, let's, go ahead and, let's go ahead and do it. It's a done deal. He's in the championship for a reason. Yeah. All right, Ryan. Hey, that Hodgins, that Hodgins picks really solidified it for me. I was like, oh yeah. All right, Ryan. <laughs> hey, go in there. We're taking Jared. So, Goff. Which, I, what are we doing? Mahomes Jared, or Goff? Jared Goff. Which one? You got my vote, Jared Goff. Book it. Is that what it is? Yeah, go Goff. That's fifty six. Now we can go get some good running backs that are that are gonna cook at a higher price, like a CMC versus uh, the Raiders. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, we could spend up on a on a running back. He's All right, man. CMC is nine K. I think this is like the highest <laughs> the highest that I've seen a player cost. But at the end of the day, he's gonna be worth it, right? I don't think so, man. All right. You really don't think so? I really don't think so. They're the 27th ranked rush defense in the league. Based off of uh, DraftKings. I'd rather take ETN. Ooh, ETN is 64. Yeah, I was going to bring up ETN too. All right. So, obviously, that's automatic. So, we got ETN. We'll come back to CMC. Wide receiver. 
Uh, do we go with the stack? Saint, the St. Brown? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. All right. What about the correlation, man? What does Ryan always say? We got to find something there, man. Oh, you want the, want the correlate? I got the correlation. Yeah, 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 I know. I knew it. I know. I, I knew it. Go. Let's I was like, and did you see his face? Yeah, like he got. He lit up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> 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 Goddamn. Oh my God, shine bright like a diamond over there. Go, Ryan. I've been waiting. I've been waiting, the, man. The correlation is um, uh, what's his name? Cole Komet. Oh, Cole Komet 45. Ooh, so you, all right, real quick. You go against Cole Komet this week. Oh, yeah, yeah but he got, he got, uh, playing him in fantasy, aren't you? Yeah, that's my point. Oh, yeah. you, you're playing against him. Oh. Yeah, it doesn't mean nothing. It is what it is. Ooh, man. It's ooh. A, ooh. That's how you, Ryan's ready. Are you still watching? Hey Chris, turn it back on, man. I thought you had, a, I thought you my boy had a little bit of fire left in him, man. Let's there you go. go, Ryan. That's what I'm talking about, Ryan. Yeah, no, I mean, dude, Colcomet is a good play. Like, I see why he swapped him out for Andrews. Like, I, I get it. Um, I mean, yeah, like we, um, you know, I'm just taking myself out of the equation. We're just thinking of DFS, like Goff. That that matchup, Goff, Amara, St. Brown, and then the correlation with Cole Komet. Where was this play. last week? Hey Ryan, now you said Where was this last time. week when we hey, had Ryan. we could have used Hodgins? Well, I'm just gonna bring up Richie James for you guys this week. So um if you want to look for like a value wide receiver, Richie James is a. He's going up against the Colts. And if you look at just the, the matchup, the Colts are like, I think they're like sixth best. What day do they play? Players. What's that? What day do they play? Ooh. Uh, it should be Sunday. Sunday yeah. night? Sunday. I think they play late, man. Sunday oh, night. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. He's right here. Okay, okay. He okay. is right here. 4,300. Yeah, so here's the here's the thing with that. So the matchup doesn't look good on paper with the Colts. They they actually have one of the better pass defenses. Yeah. Um, but they lost. I can't remember the guy's name, but they lost their inside coverage guy. And ever since they lost this dude, they've had this this other guy named I think it's like Blackmon or some some other guy's name. It's just been getting shredded uh, from the slot. The last six weeks they've given up this. I think it was like the fourth most most points to the slot route wide receiver. And if you want like a little bit of proof. If you look at last week's game against the Chargers, Keenan Allen shredded those guys in the middle yeah. from the slot. And Richie James over the last like four or five weeks is getting around about 25% of the target share. So it's priming up to be like a good Richie James week. Okay. So this is our flex pick then, right? Yeah. Like if we, if we got a spot for like a cheap play, you know, I say plug him in now. So we know how much we were. No, no, that's why I said, I, I'm, Oh no, no no! I want to put him in the flex. Put him in the flex. Come on, flex, flex him. Oh, hold on. I got to do it this way. This is stupid. All right. Um. All right. So while I'm putting him in the flex, uh, let's get back to a, another running back. And so we're at twenty-one-four right now. Yeah, so all right, we got we so we need 
three. So we just need a running back, two wide receivers, and then the defense. Dude, I don't. Yeah, we got. We're good right now. Okay, another running back. Huh? That's what I'm saying. Do we go? Do we go with the McCaffrey? And then yeah, because the running backs is looking rough, man. Or do you go Saquon? You could even go Dalvin Cook, but I see it against Green Bay. Green Bay's defense, run defense, isn't that good? Yeah, but I think it's in, it's in Green Bay with the weather. Like I don't know, but we still need. All right, let's go. Get, let's go get two more wide receivers real quick, and then we'll come back to that. See, let's see where we're at. Um. Because we are at 21-4, and we still have a f quite a few positions left. So what would be – how would we make this work to get, like, a CMC or a Dalvin Cook? So we're thinking hey, 7,000 7, and up on another Honestly, you have to put CMC in there right now, man, so then we can kind of play with it. That way we can kind of look at the, the money, and then we can kind of go from there. All right, so – Let's I, do that. That way we just – that way we have a guideline. All right, I locked in CMC, and now we're at 12-4. And we need three positions. What Garrett Wilson from uh, the Jets? Oh, and then hold on, let's. Ooh, we can go 49ers, like Forty Niners defense at twenty nine hundred. I'm telling you, there's they're low for a reason, man. I told you, I told you what's gonna happen. All right, so with the 49ers defense in there, they're ninety five. We got ninety five. I'm, I'm look at this is. I'm just trying to do like the highest. We'll take them out, but I'm just trying to get like the highest where we want to be at as far as defense, and then I the did. next running I back. So we're at nine five right now. So we could potentially get two fire picks, and then even if we have to take out CMC, we can get Dalvin Cook at seven thousand. You know what I'm saying? So. Hey, uh, yeah. Garrett, hey, Garrett Wilson. Can you see how much he is? Fifty-five hundred. Not bad, that's man. Good, that's pretty good. I like that with Mike White coming back, man. Yeah. I, I really like that pick. Yeah, I ran this. I ran this quick lineup real quick of a uh, Jared Goff, CMC, uh, Zonovan Knight, Garrett Wilson, Amara St. Brown, uh, Tutu Atwell. Never mind. <laughs> and Evan <laughs> Atwell. Evan, yeah, and an ETN in the flex. So, so Garrett Wilson, you guys said? Yeah. All right, so now we got 4K left. What's the option? 4K left. We got Shahid Renfro, um, Van Jefferson, Alec Pierce, uh, Russell my, my boy Third and Renfro? Huh? You said my boy Third and Renfro is there? Yeah, Renfro's here. At 4K. So I'm thinking that Traverius Ward is one-on-one -on -one all day with with Adams. Um, that's going to be the matchup all day. So Renfro is going to be what? Inside man. I'm trying to think. I think uh, also with, with the new quarterback, he's going to look for a, a blanket to keep throwing him the ball, man. Yeah, Talk he's going to be a lot of... Just keep the, throwing him uh, dunking guys, man. Just dunk, 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 dunk. He, he, may not, he may not get a, like a... You know, he may not score a lot, but he may be able to, you know... Get the receptions, get, man. Get the receptions that we need. So, yeah, that's definitely there. 
because he's going to be matched up like around, like, yeah, linebacker area. Just trying to think. Just trying to think what what would that look like. Yeah, I mean, because he's going to go up against Fred Warner is going to be there. I mean, Fred's decent in pass coverage, but he's not like, he's not fully great. I, I can see Hunter Renfro getting around that. So, yeah. Yeah, another guy that's kind of cheap is Russell Gage. Yeah, North Carolina. He's had a lot of a lot of red zone targets or uh, end zone targets the past few weeks. But is Julio back? Yeah, that's the thing. Julio's playing. Yeah. Um, but again, we can take out CMC and then see what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? So if I take out CMC and I go and put it, I plug in. Who did I say? Dalvin Cook at 7K. So now we got 6,000 on a wide receiver. And that brings us to a Christian Kirk. Um, a Debo Samuel. Christian Watson. I, I heard a question. Christian Watson was uh, questionable or something. He I know is, he was on the injury report. He's questionable. Sure. He's questionable. Uh, Amari Coop against Washington. DJ Moore. You got Juju, uh, Hollywood, Lazard, um, Joshua Palmer. So Hollywood, I, Hollywood and Greg Dorch for Arizona are a little bit interesting just because D-Hop is going to sit this week. But, but they're playing with David Blau, so may not be <laughs> that enticing. And then you got Zay Jones at 5K against Houston. I think they just run the ball against Houston, huh? I hope so. Yeah. Just just run the shit out of it, you know. Don't pass it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we still got uh, ETN too, right? Yeah. Hey right, man, give me my third in Renfro, man. Yeah, I'm cool with Renfro. Yeah. No, that's fine. I I would just look at I was just, you know, giving us some some options. I was just giving us Rick, some wiggle room. Rick London's another guy at forty nine hundred. He's been getting He's got all the targets in Atlanta, man. So, so that means that we take out Dalvin and we got CMC. So this yeah. is so this is the the lineup: Goff, yeah. Etienne, McCaffrey, St. Brown, Wilson, Renfro, Komet, Richie James, and the 49ers defense. I like it, man. I like it. Yeah, nice. That is a pretty solid lineup. Bro, I swear to God, we be coming up with some great picks, very cheap. I, we got Mr. Insight himself. I'm going to start calling you that, Mr. Insight, Ryan Mulvaney. I like it. <laughs> but, yeah. Good bring to it. Mm-hmm. We'll have, to, we'll have to come up with another segment. Call it the Cobra Corner. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. He's already been Where doing Where was this, like, hey, like a few weeks ago, one. man? Sorry. He's already figured it out, man. He's doing He's going above and beyond on his homework now. Hey, speaking of the Cobra Kona, we, hey, we forgot it wasn't in the it wasn't in the outline. Oh yeah, that's right, Brian. I, uh, I I can't forget about you. I totally my, forgot my, about yeah, it. Yeah, he sure did. But right. are you ready? Do you got Do you got any trends this week, sir? I didn't. You know, I didn't prepare any trends, but I got a couple off the top. Of my oh, head. Are we, all right. So we're doing this. All right, we're doing this. So I uh, all right. 
This is the new segment, y'all, the Cobra Corner. From Mr. Insights himself, Ryan Mulvaney. Let's go. All right. So welcome to the Cobra Corner. So here we go. <laughs> um, I I didn't really write down too many notes this week, but I'm going to tell you what I got off the top of my head. So um, let's talk about George Kittle real quick. So we kind of touched on a little bit earlier in the pod, but since Debo Samuel has gone out and Brock Purdy has come into the lineup, uh, Mr. Kittle has been targeted nearly 30% um, of the time within that passing game for the Niners. So he's, if to be specific, it's about 29%. So he's seen a huge uptick in volume. The routes run is still the same, but it's just the fact that he has a quarterback looking his way more often. So if you got him in the championship round, good stuff for you. Um, I have him. So, you know, I'm on your team. We're hoping that uh, Mr. Kittle goes off this week. Um, another trend that I want to talk about that I also touched on a little bit last week, not in my my trends, but just kind of within the pod, um, is that Minnesota passing defense. They are one of the worst passing defenses in the NFL right now, um, and they're easily exploitable. I did it last week with Isaiah Hodgins, but really it wasn't even just Hodgins. Like all of the Giants pass catchers last week had pretty good days. Even Darius Slayton had over 10 PPR points. Uh, Isaiah Hodgins had over 20 PPR points. Richie James had nearly 20 PPR points. So, you know, that matchup is really exploitable. So who are they playing this week? Of course, they're playing the, the Green Bay Packers. So with that, you know, looking at that trend of their passing defense, I really like Aaron Rodgers this week. Uh, if Christian Watson plays, I think he's a potential league winner if you have him on your team. He does have a hip flexor issue. We'll have to keep an eye on the practice reports. You know, he's been kind of in and out most of the week. We don't know if he's going to play. If he does play, I might be a little bit cautious, but, man, the matchup is juicy. If Christian Watson is not going to play, if you have Romeo Dobbs, if he's on the wire, if you have him on your team already, that would be the next guy up that, that I would for sure play, along with Alan Lazard. So those are just two trends for you guys. There's not too much here at the end of the year. Um, but if you're in the championships, good luck, and uh, you know, hopefully we, we bring home the hardware. That's it for the Cobra Corner. I like it. Look at you off the top, too, man. Mr. Insights. Mr. Insights, you earned your name. Go for the corner. Nice. <laughs> I'm, over here, I'm over here thinking of segments for you and everything, and then you just pop one off the top of the head like that. Hey, sometimes so sometimes it just happens organically like that, man. It does. Yeah, I don't know where it came from. <laughs> nice, man. My guy's just hitting the championship, and he got all this stuff just coming out now. Look at him. <laughs> That's the juice I needed, man. Yeah, he's I got, see. He's got, he's got the glow right now. Yeah. Look at him. yeah. He, he, he got the I juice now. Get, I can just get one of these, man. Like, <laughs> got to win one. All right, so. man. So uh, next up, we got injuries. Um, I'm going to let you guys take this. I'm going to go use the restroom real quick, and I'll be right back. Yep. yep. You want to start off, Ryan? Yeah, I'll start it off. So um, we have a pretty large list of injuries this week, not like last week. So uh, first up on the list, Damian Harris looks like he is going to return from injury. So a little bit of good news there. So um, good news if you have Damian Harris. Bad news if you're a Ramondre Stevenson owner. So I don't know what the touch distribution is going to look like for that backfield, but I would imagine, you know, you know, historically, they would have somewhere around a 50-50 split. Maybe you get lucky if you have Ramondre Stevenson and, and that split leans a little bit more towards Stevenson's way since it's Harris's first game back, um, but that's yet to see. Um, and then on that same note, I'll take the next one, Paul, just 
because it's it's also his backfield mate, Ramondre Stevenson. He is questionable. Uh, I believe the last thing I heard was he'll most likely play, but you're gonna have to watch the reports coming in the Saturday. Go ahead, Paul. Yeah, you know, um, also I know you talked about uh that Greg Dulwich uh, earlier, but uh, I found a report he's uh, he's gonna be out, and they placed him on the, the injured reserve for the rest of the year. So yeah, if you have him, <laughs> I mean he did a, he had a couple of good weeks, but uh, they're gonna go ahead and shelf him and uh, look look somewhere else. Uh, we also got a, a report on D- uh, Debo Samuel. Uh, I saw he said he was out. A couple reports said he was out. A couple reports said he was in. But uh, more of them said he wasn't going to play, so I wouldn't expect Debo Samuel to uh, go out there <clears throat> for the Niners. Um, another one, I got Lamar Jackson. He's continue, he still continued to be out of the game. He still got the same leg issue. Uh, Tua, <laughs> I guess Tua was playing with a concussion on the reports that I, I, I saw. That's pretty bad. <laughs> uh, I don't know what's up with this guy, Ryan. Uh, I mean, does it? did you see, see when he got hurt, Tua, at all? I did. Yeah, we, did you notice, did you notice the difference with him uh, with the concussion? I mean, I know the stats. You can see it in the stats. Yeah, yeah. The stats. I was just gonna say the stats. It was obvious. Like there was obviously a difference. Yeah, man. Um, that is. It's just unfortunate, man. Especially playoff time right now, and you know, to a full strength to it when he's healthy, man. He could he could line up the scoreboard. I mean, not so much of late, you know, with that way the offense has been playing, but. Yeah, man, that's a that's a big blow if you have Tua, man. He's going to be out this week with a concussion. You, you know what, Tua, man, um, I, I feel just like if he continues to not fall correctly or learn how to fall, um, his career is going to be cut very short because you continue to see him fall like a regular fall backwards, but it's that, that head snap. Yeah. Literally, that's – it's – cost him these concussions the, 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 the literally the last two times three times is the snap back so i feel like if that could like if he doesn't somehow work on that he's gonna be done here soon or they can just wrap him in bubble wrap before they step him out <laughs> and then uh you know maybe he doesn't have any issues with that but uh yeah it yeah for sure man i, I don't understand i don't know maybe you got to take a class on that did they teach that how to fall right well, they, they teach you. They teach you in Taekwondo how to fall. There you or, go. Or is, it, or is it judo? I think man, it's one of those. So yeah, he's got to take one of those classes. Learn how to fall, man. Or right, he needs to get that. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it last week on our on Tuesday, right? Like the dude takes the most like average hits, you know, and and it's a concussion and bad ones. Yeah, yeah, because he's hitting right in the back of his head. What is this? His yeah. third concussion this year, right? Yeah, yeah. They say second, but yes, it's his third. Um. He need or or he just gets one of those cowboy collars. Or I think that's what it's called, right? But what's up? Like, how do they like not Vanderish? identify it? Like, especially the Dolphins. And this has already happened. How do they not identify? Oh, you know what? Let's go get this guy checked in. Especially, especially it being him, because you know he's already been out there and played with it once like that. What are these? Do- I mean, did they fire the doctor already? That uh, that that gave him the okay to go back into the game? Oh, I don't know. Did they? I'm pretty sure they did. Uh, they fired him. Oh no, they did. Yeah, they, they fired did. him. They yeah. brought a new guy in, and then now this guy sends him back. Back the new guy sends him right back out. I have a feeling like it's not yeah. even it's not even the doctor's call, man. It's like whatever the Dolphins, whatever they want to do out there. He needs to go train with like Floyd Mayweather or something and do those neck exercises <laughs> he used to do, lift the weights and shit. Like, do something. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I got a couple more, and uh, if George wants to take over, he can. Um, Alvin Kamara was a full participant in practice. He had a bad quad, but it looked like I read a report. It looked like he was ready to go. Um, so good news for Alvin Kamara owners. Antonio Gibson, I saw a report. He was listed out with his knee or foot. And uh, Jalen Hurts owners, still doubtful on it. I'm not 100% sure on that guy yet. I know that's that's another big blow for fantasy owners. I know if I was in the championship, I, man, that, that's a guy you can't replace. You know, one of the top three quarterbacks in here. So um, if you're able to find somebody to replace to, him. To or, be fair, Gardner Minshew did come in last week. And he he handled he handled business. Just to be fair, like he yeah. came in and he played one hell of a game. I ain't taking I can't take nothing away from him. He what dropped 25, 20 something like around depending on you know the points in your guys's league. If yeah. it was four or six, it was still over twenty points. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, solid backup. And yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure that he can continue to do that this yeah. week. Yeah, if he can do that and be uh, consistent with it. I mean, why not? I mean, he did have, like, what did you say, the 20-something points at least, right? Yeah, he had over 20 points. Yeah, I mean, that's a good fallback option. I know I had him in my other league, and somebody snagged him from me on waivers, so they didn't let me pick him up. <laughs> I had to run with Zach Wilson. Oh, um, man. I didn't want to share that last week. I, I wasn't, it wasn't a problem. And, and check this out. And I lost by point two, I think. He could have went with anybody else. I think could have yeah, went with anybody I, else. I could have went with Derek Carr. I could have went with. <laughs> I could have went with anybody. I could have. I could have signed Jose up. You know, have him go out to the to the game and throw one pass, and I would have been good. <laughs> if you go back and watch that pod, I I was subtly <laughs> dropping Zach Wilson left and right on the podcast because oh, Paul told me, and so I was <laughs> I was just you know little, slight little jabs. <laughs> and, he kept, and I kept seeing him do it, and I, you, you can see me on the camera just look the other way. And I'm like, so unfortunately, I did start Zach Wilson, and what was the crazy part is I lost by just that much because this guy sucks. I'll never, ever, 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 ever start Zach Wilson in my life. I don't care if he goes to a new a new team and he becomes a great quarterback. I don't care. You've already started me for life, Zach Wilson. Thanks a lot. I don't think he'll ever start in his life either. I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't start ever again. Overrated. Very I, hope, overrated. I, hope he signs, I hope he goes to the, the XFL. I mean, I don't, I'm sick. Whatever, man. <laughs> that sucks. Nice. So let's see. Uh, where we left? Where do we leave out? So, yeah. So next up is Colt McCoy for Arizona. Uh, looked like he was going to play, and then he got concussion symptoms in the middle of the week. But he is now out. They're going to start David Blau as the quarterback for Arizona. Um, I don't know what happened to the other guy, but, yeah, they're going with Blau. Uh, and so also with Arizona Cardinals, you have DeAndre Hopkins questionable with a knee injury. I thought I read earlier today that he there's a good chance that he's going to be out this week. So if you have, you know, if you have D-Hop, that kind of sucks. But um, you could look towards, like, Hollywood Brown or, or uh, Greg Dortch if he's out there. Uh, and then next one, Chris Olave is questionable with a hamstring. I'm not real confident about Olave coming back this week. Even if he does with the hamstring issue, it's kind of tricky with a receiver like him being, you know, very speed dependent. And also the matchup is not too great against Philadelphia. So I'd probably steer clear there. Um, and then another receiver, Tyler Lockett, limited participant in practice with a hand injury. 
Uh, the last thing I read is there's a good shot for uh, Tyler Lockett to come back this week. So if you got Lockett, you'll probably want to fire him up. And then next up, Austin Eckler, limited participant in practice with a knee injury. Good chance that he plays this week. And then Jerry Judy, also limited with the uh, ankle injury. He also, from what I heard, is going to be a good shot to play this weekend. And that is it for the injury list. Um. So just FYI, man, we lost Paul. His power went out. Mm. Yeah, that's that's very unfortunate. Um. Yeah. No, that sucks. Oh, the bold predictions and. Yeah. You said that's the good part. Yeah, I like the bold predictions. I come off the wall stuff. <laughs> uh, where's my camera at? There we go. Sorry about that. Let me just bring this up. Um, but yeah, so while he's out, um, next up, I guess we have uh, our some some waiver picks. I know that uh, this was Paul's waiver picks, um, which I guess we could just go through them real quick. He uh, he has Mike White for the Jets. Mike White is back this week. I think that is if you need a quarterback. Um, Especially for the championship game, Mike White is a good pickup, especially because he does have this Jets locker room like a hundred percent behind him. So that is a good uh, that is a good gem there from um, from Paul. Also, yeah. also uh, looks like we, he's uh, saying Teddy Bridgewater. Where's Teddy Bridgewater at now? Uh, he's with Miami right now. He's taking over for Tua. Say it for me, Ryan. Raiders. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I guess they, I'm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not the most diehard Forty Nine fan. It's okay. <laughs> wow. I'll root. I'll root for him though in the playoffs. Hey. Um. <laughs> so, uh, a couple more on the list. He's got Jacoby Myers. I like Jacoby Myers this week. Uh, they're going against Miami defense, who's been pretty good, but has kind of fallen off a little bit lately. Um, another quick one for you guys. Well, actually, I'll, I'll save it because we're gonna we're gonna get to our matchups and our our sits and starts. I'll save it. But and Kobe Myers, good one. Also, um, Noah Fant. That's a that's definitely a good yeah. call out, man. Um, yeah. Noah Fant. I've I've been a fan of his since last year when he was on the Broncos. Um, and it looks like they are playing uh, the Jets this week. But, I mean, still, that's, you know, I still think with Tyler Lockett being out, um, you know, and DK obviously getting double teamed a lot. Uh, Noah Fant is a big target. Um, he can catch the ball. So, yeah, if you guys yeah, need a tight end. Saw, we also saw Evan Ingram just shred the Jets last week too. So True. Yeah, that's, that's a good call. I would throw one more on top of this. The guy I already talked about with uh, Richie James from the from the Giants. Um, it just the matchup is it's trending to be a good week for a slot receiver like Richie James. So he's widely available if you're looking for somebody. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So next up, man, weekend's top matchups. Um, man, I yeah. So the top matchup right for me is. The 49ers versus the Raiders, even though it's not like it's not like how it used to be. It's not the whole Bay Area feel. It's not Oakland versus Frisco. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's not that no more. 
uh, for me, that time ended when the 49ers whooped on the Raiders, uh, you know, um, when they were still Oakland, the last time they played. And I remember Paul was lit like, like all hell. Um, yeah, he had to, you know, help him, help him to the car real quick. <laughs> it, it was a fun game. Uh, but yeah, no, ever since then, it's not, it's not like that for me. And then also, you know, 49ers hottest team in the league right now. I think that that continues, but also I feel like, you know, it, the Raiders always make it a good game. This is, it's still, it has the remnants of an older, I guess, uh, what, uh, rivalry. So it's still going to be a good game. Um, yeah, I think that's the, my top matchup for this weekend. Uh, what about you, sir? Yeah, it's, it's gotta be bills and Bengals for me Monday night. Mm. That's a that's a big time that's game tough. between two of the best teams in the AFC. Um, that's the man. Do you remember the first week of the pod? I, I brought up week seventeen Bills and Bengals. Yeah, like way back in the beginning of the season. <laughs> We've been waiting for this game all season, and it's finally here. So yeah, I mean, um, it's a, it's one of the highest predicted games. It's not the highest, but it's one of the highest. Um, you got two, you know, superstar quarterbacks, lots of excellent wide receivers. It should be a good game. Yeah, no. And from a fantasy standpoint, it's gonna, it's probably gonna decide a lot of championships. Eleven and four, the Bengals and Bills are twelve and three, man. So yeah, no, that is a very good game. I, I really like that. I like that pick, man. Um, we got uh, so I guess as far as upsets, I'll, I'll let you take Paul's upset because I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he's an on there. Um. Yeah, I'll take it then. So yeah, he, Paul has a uh, Raiders over the 49ers on Sunday as the the upset the upset of the week. Yeah. It's all, oh, it's also the lock of the of the week. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, for me, it's the Rams over the Chargers. So, and you know, the Rams are five and ten. The Chargers are nine and six. You would think that you know the the team with the winning record would be you know favored. I I feel like this Rams team with Baker Mayfield and Cam Akers finding his legs. Um, this team got is like rejuvenated. Yeah, they're not in the playoffs, but they're they're still playing football, and that's something you love to see. Um, I feel like the Rams beat the Chargers um, easy. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not gonna be nothing. Uh, and especially the way that the, uh, especially the way that, um, oh, you're pretty dark over there, sir. Especially that the way that the Chargers been playing uh, lately. Um, last week was, you know, one of those where you just see like the Chargers who should be, who that offensive line. Let me let me get let me get straight to that. It's that offensive line for me. That offensive line is atrocious. They do not give Herbert any time in the pocket. Uh, you see Herbert is continually forced out the pocket or continually, like, you know, just being rushed. Um, the Rams' defensive front is still the Rams' defensive front. They're still coming to play. There's, I feel like they're going to attack, and they're going to get to him. They're going to get right to Herbert, and, you know, it's not going to be a pretty game. Chargers are quote-unquote at home, but you, everybody knows that's – Rams house, even though the 49ers own it. Um, but yeah, Rams over the Chargers, man. Nice. 
Yeah, I like it. Hey, did you guys say my picks? I uh, I know I'm in the dark over here, but I want to make sure the world knows. I had to hop on my phone and say uh, <laughs> my upset pick, the Raiders over the Niners. Uh, you know, my underdog, Raiders over the Niners. And uh, just a random pick, just for, you know, any of you guys betting out there, give me the Raiders over the Niners. Hey, right? hey real quick, before you, b- before you jump off, what's the bet? <laughs> I've been asking you for the past three weeks, two weeks. What's the bet? What we betting? Oh man, no, Ryan's got Ryan's got twenty push-ups on the line. I don't know, man. How many points do I get? I'll give you the spread. Give me the spread. Yeah, I'll give you the spread. That's not bad. What's the sp- I, I forgot what the spread was. I think it's I think it's nine or ten. It's nine and a half. Nine, nine and a half? half. I'll take the spread. What What did you want, man? We got fifty on this one. Oh yeah. Yes, sir. Book it. All right. Shake my hand. I like yes, it. Sir. I like it. Finally. Finally. <laughs> nice. But yeah. Yeah. Hey, and what, hey George, once I win, man, can you put that on go ahead and put that on the uh the DraftKings for me? <laughs> I got you. I got you. All right. Uh Ryan, I think it's uh your upset Upsets. victory, yeah. Yeah, upsets and locks of the week. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with two different teams for each of them. So upsets, this one's going to kind of eh, not really come out of left field, but I'm going to have the Chicago Bears upsetting the Detroit Lions this week. I know we're, we talk, I talked a bunch about this game. I still think it's going to be a high-scoring game, but I don't know, man. Like Detroit, I like them. I love the story. I love their coach. I love everything about them. I hope they make the playoffs. But it would not shock me one bit if they blew the game somehow and had and just like it didn't work out and then Chicago runs away with it or they they get like a last second field goal and, and win the game. That's my upset. I'm taking Chicago over Detroit. Um, and then my lock of the week. This one, I don't think is real controversial, but I think the Bills are a lock to beat the Bengals this week. I really Ooh. do. Um, I know that it's going to be a hyper competitive game, but I I'm pretty confident the Bills are going to win this game in Cincinnati. Uh, in Cincinnati, I think the Bills have a better defense. The Bengals just lost their top their top lineman, and Leo Collins went to the IR today. Um, I just I have I just had this feeling that it's going to be the Bills is going to they're going to win this game. Okay. In Cincinnati. Well, um, I do I, I think you guys know my lock. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Yeah, you know I'm saying. You talking know. about Sacramento Kings as a locker room? 49ers over the Raiders. I, and I, I think I've seen a report saying that it's mostly 49er fans in that building. You know you know how the 49er fans gonna be flock, flock to other stadiums. It, it looks like they're going to own Vegas, Allegiant Stadium, and they already own, you know, the L.A. Stadium. So 49ers, man. They're going to take it. They're going to continue to roll. They're going to continue to stay the hottest team in the league. And they're going to keep carrying this momentum into the playoffs, man. They got hot at the right time. And they're, you know what I'm saying? And then, um, that's, yeah, that's the lock. And then I have, I think I've already said my, uh, my upset. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Real quick, I got a bold prediction for you guys. Just for oh, yeah, that's this. forgot. We got bold predictions, yes, sir. Um, so a lot of a lot of the reading I've been doing and studying for this week 
with Derek Carr getting benched, uh, you know, a lot of people are off of Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs in fantasy this week. And for good reason, I get it. You bench Derek Carr, it's, it's kind of a big deal. But I have this, I just have this feeling, dude, that Devontae Adams, as low as he's ranked this week, I think he's going to pop off this week. I, or, you know, I know it's the 49ers defense, but I think that it would not shock me if Devontae Adams gets like 15 targets or something and, and goes nuts. Like, I think with Stidham, you're just going to end up, you're just going to have to lean on your best player. I know they're going to play some young guys. They, they may mix, out, mix in Samir White here and there. Um, but if I had Devontae Adams on my team, I would absolutely fire him up. You know, you got to lean, you got to play with guys that got you here. And I know it's scary, but I like, I think Devontae will have a good game. My boy, once a Raider, always a Raider. I like it. I like it, Ryan. I like it. You know, I don't think I really have any bold predictions for this week. There's like, yeah, I mean, um, my upset is the Chargers. I mean, like, that's not really a bold prediction. I don't think I have any real bold predictions this week, man. I think I'm just looking forward to some good football, looking forward to watching some good championship games in both Fantasy Family and the SFL, man. Um, but I'll, actually, you know what? My bold prediction is Ryan comes away with both both championships in both leagues. He's carrying the two belts for both leagues. Oh, you know what I'm I saying? So. He takes it home for the podcast. That's my bold prediction, man. I can see it happening, man. I can see it happening. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What about you, sir? Bold prediction? For the Raiders being the 49ers? <laughs> Stid- hey, just give me the Raiders over the Niners. Stidham throwing for yeah, over 250 over yards or what? Going for over 300. Stidham going for over 300 Stidham against the Niners? I trust. I see that. <laughs> Stidham, I trust. I got, the shirt. I got the shirt ready to print. I see it. I see it. I'm ready. We ready, baby. But yeah, man. Hey, a uh, quick shout out, Dub Nation, baby. <laughs> uh, well, hey, how'd the Kings do tonight? They got a one point win. Another one point win. Beam team, yeah. baby. Hey, hey, this jersey right here is so fire. My, good luck. It's it's a good luck jersey now. This is- <laughs> it, took, it took me it took me a, most of the day to kind of recover recover my voice, man. And I was hearing shit too. It was so loud in that building. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hey yeah, man, I'm cool. happy for you. I'm happy for you guys and the King, the Kings fans, man. I'm I'm glad you guys get to finally watch some competitive basketball. I know it's been I know it's been a long, long time, and uh, yeah, definitely know what it feels like to not be able to watch uh, competitive uh, your team being competitive for that long of a period. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, another one point win, man. Kevin Herter with a three final few seconds. So. Man, that's that's nuts. You guys got baby Steph over there or what? Oh yeah, no. Nah, Herter is nice, bro. He yeah. that kid can shoot for sure. He's like all right. He's not like up where Curry's at, but you know how like they brought Buddy in to like do that? Well, this is he's like three steps above Buddy. Maybe four. Like, he's, like, that nice shooting it. I never was really a Buddy fan. I mean, Buddy had his time. I mean, he was he was decent, but I was never really a fan of him. I even He was with the Pelicans first, right? 
Yeah, he was. Hey, did you hear what Buddy said though? Oh, I heard. That, that, yeah, I saw that. Bro. Oh, whatever, man. He's he can go stay out in those cornfields. Bro. Yeah, yeah and I F that guy. He said yeah, Sacramento that, can suck one. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Crazy. Uh, that is I'm sorry, he just <laughs> he's that that boy trash. Trash, trash. He got booed pretty hard when they came to sack month about a month ago. Um, I'm sure when he comes back next season, it's gonna be worse. <laughs> oh yeah, no for sure. Oh for sure, they're probably gonna throw shit at him. <laughs> but yeah, um, as far <laughs> as far as uh, keeper talk, man, I don't think I got any keepers yet. I don't I don't know if I I don't even know yet. I still gotta I still gotta do some research on that one, man. So. I got a question just about keepers in SFL. Yeah. Did we ever, I know we had, we had a, a cutoff, right? I think it was like week 10 or week, week 11. Week 10. Week 10. And then what was the. I don't think we did a round cutoff. cutoff. We didn't, we didn't do a round cutoff. Okay. Not that, that, yeah, that was my as far as this year, we didn't do a round cutoff. I think it was just yeah. to establish the fantasy, the, the keeper league, because not a lot of people yeah. know it. Um, yeah. But I think next year. Um, we'll we'll have more rules in place and, and things cool. like that. So, well, that makes my decision easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no cutoff this year. Um, no last place loser. Hey, so what? Uh, what happens if I? Hey, what happens if I come into that league, George? And, and do I take over someone's team and do I choose a keeper from their team or what? Probably. Um, how, how yeah. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can work? do. Yeah, we could do that. Oh yeah, that's so. That's going to be the TIYF league next year, right? Yeah, it's going to be the TIYF league. I and I think so. Whoever wins the championship belt, um, it'll be. I think I'm going to put TIYF on it, um, and it'll just be that. So instead, uh, unless unless you guys wanted to say SFL, I just, um, it don't matter to me. But I was going to put the TIYF since we're changing the league name anyway. Cool. But yeah. Yeah. I guess for keepers in that league, well, I already talked about fantasy family. I, I'm leaning towards taking Kenneth Walker in the ninth. Um, for SFL, you know, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't really do a good job of hanging on to guys for keepers this year. Like I just traded whoever, whenever I needed to trade them. <laughs> um, but if I'm looking at it, if I'm seriously looking at the keeper, I'm probably leaning towards Patrick Mahomes in the second round. Um, Mahomes is just too too valuable this year, man. So I'll probably ride with him for another one. Okay. We'll see. Uh, otherwise, I mean, I got Drake London on my team. I might, you know, I, I don't know what round he was drafted in, but I'll, I'll consider Drake London too. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll see where I go. I think I might go Cam. It depends on how he finishes out this year, and I think but I got him third or fourth round, so. So, yeah. yeah we'll be a good choice. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. But, yeah, you guys have uh, anything else, man? I got one more thing to say, Ryan. Uh, you did a good job on saying it, but the right way to say it is Raiders. I like how they yeah. have all these things and, and all that, but can't win games. <laughs> oh, man. It, it sounds nice. <laughs> sounds nice. You got to do all this extra stuff. I like, I, I, like, I like how your boy Jose. Just, just I like win. how your boy Jose takes it. He's he driving down the dock. Niner, ain't nobody says, ain't nobody say that, man. Come on, dog. Nah, bro, you know we all say that. You know we all say Come that. Come on, stop it, stop it. 
But we ain't even got to do all that, you know what I'm saying? We know we just win. We ain't got to say just win. We ain't got to say it. We we do it. Like Nike, bro. Uh, oh, see, you almost, <laughs> hey, you almost said it right. Just win, just win, baby. We don't we don't need none of that. We just do it. <laughs> like Nike. I'm telling you. Uh all right, all right. But hey, Ryan, good luck this weekend, man. I believe in you. You're gonna knock this out. You're gonna win both of them. You're gonna bring these two championships back to the to the pod, man. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna win this money. So yeah. Thank you guys. Yeah. Yes, well, Ryan. Good luck, buddy. We believe in you, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, hopefully, yeah, hopefully we'll see how it goes. Hopefully it goes good, and uh, at least bring one back for you guys, right? Like at least one. But uh, it'd be yeah. sick if you get the ty tiyf one though, man. That would be that'd be pretty sick. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it'd be tight. No, yeah, especially for first, you know, first year in the league of that league, that'd be cool. Man. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but yeah, so all right, if we're you know nobody got anything, um. I just want to say from everybody here at TIYF, Happy New Year. Um, you know, enjoy the night, have fun, be safe, don't drink and drive. You know, wherever you at, just be at, just stay there. Um, for real, don't, you know what I'm saying? Just be safe and enjoy the new year. See you next year. And see you next year. So... Billy F. Gates with This Is Your Fantasy Podcast. Hey, we out.